that leads I'd, us I'd right into episode 35 of Ronan Geek Official Podcast. <laughs> welcome one, welcome all. We have a full house today on for Ronan Geek Official Podcast. I'm so excited. I'm so excited, guys. It's probably what, the most asinine conversation here in before the, we start. Wait, I think for this one, it, it might actually be what is correctly called a cold open. Oh, did you look it up? I well, I just took your guys' word for it, but I do believe you. Why would you ever do that? Yeah, it's yeah. Awesome. We just had a huge argument in the car, and it turns out I was one hundred percent right. So, you yeah. guys argued about the thing that you agreed upon before? No, no. no something else totally. Oh, okay. No, we okay. argue all the time. So I was going to say because I, I actually believe you guys on that one. I'm, I'm siding with you on oh, I, I what a cold open actually is. So I'm the, going based on cold calls, like the idea of a cold call. That's all I'm yeah. going based on. Yeah. So Asher, on the last episode of Rona Geek Official Podcast, I, I claimed that we were doing a cold open, which was conversating into the opening, and uh, and and they said, no, wait, that's not a cold open. Cold open is when you just start and you're saying like, oh, it's the title of the show, blah blah blah, and you go from there. And I'm like, no. It's it's when you're already talking and it's a cold open because it's a cold conversation. It doesn't include you and 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 they're like, no, that's really not it. So and then uh, kind of proliferating yeah, I, from there. I stand, by, like I stand by what we said last intro. time. <laughs> yeah, more like an interruption intro. Yeah, but basically more like an interruption intro. I like I like that. Yeah, it's an interruption intro. Today is just a regular intro. So <laughs> no, no, we interrupted them. We interrupted them. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, 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 were, we were discussing something and, and all of a sudden we can hear, Rody. oh, it's episode blah blah. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, we're literally talking over him. <laughs> Why yeah. did he just? You know, <laughs> well, it's too late. We can't go back. Well, now. maybe this is the first time in a while we've actually had uh, four people in here, so it's pretty exciting. But we yeah. do have a full house today. Of course, this is Alex Austin. I have sitting next to me, Osh, and then we also have. I feel like I should punctuate like Osh is just pause for a second. Adam, whoa, ooh, like wow, the, the look he gave us. Okay, Rob, that. do the same thing. No. Oh. <laughs> And Rob, <laughs> and just, he did do it. Just, 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 just fucking Rob. That how just, about that? That's just how he is. Pause. You paused. That's just how he is. Yeah, no, I took a breath. It's called being human, man. Exactly. <laughs> if, if we're full house, do I get to be? I forget the name of the actor. The one who's stop. Famous, famously good looking. Stop. Yes, stop. you're the John Stamos of this Stamos, podcast. That's yeah, fucked yeah, off. Yeah. You are absolutely John Stamos. Of Don't this encourage him. So. <laughs> Let's <laughs> fucking smile. That is devious, so, motherfucker. You're, you're like, uh, you're like uh, Dave Coulier. Yeah, he's just the so, twins. Yeah, he's, he's actually the funny. Two, he's actually the twins. There's two Osh. Osh is just, the we funny. We can't tell the difference because they're both always high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're saying Osh is actually the Olsen twins in this yeah. scenario. Okay. Yeah, whichever one's more sober takes the responsibility for the day. <laughs> That's, it's it's kind of like the whole thing where people see multiples of somebody, but it's just that he's so fucked up that we see multiples of him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how that works, right? <laughs> Sounds accurate. Sounds accurate. So, what say you? What's, is what's, that is that fine? That whole comparison? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, I, he, like, he, I like it from front to back. He doesn't know because he's actually the different twin that wasn't here when we were talking okay. about it. <laughs> See, with with the twin aspect, I and I miss every other episode. So really, I just gotta show up once a month. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You keep your road a geek card. That's what show I mean. Once that's, a month. That's, that's all I gotta do. <laughs> get a card. So you don't actually get a card. So sorry. Uh, today we got a full list of topics on the docket. Here we do have uh, some new news items, including a breakdown of the Game of Thrones trailer that just came out last week. Uh, we have some news about Suicide Squad two. Again, some news about some DC series on the CW, you probably have already heard, and of course, some upcoming Nintendo Switch games. Uh, for the feature item today, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, just a tiny art house flick that just dropped. I don't know if you guys heard of this. It's from a new studio, Marvel Studios, ring a bell? So anyway, it's called Captain Marvel. Marvel? Yeah, Captain Marvel. So I don't know if you've heard of that or not. Is there an so, accent in that? Today we're going to do a... <laughs> yeah, there was... 
Yeah, he was, yeah, a, Cree, it was a Cree accent. Was a Cree. Obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah, wait, was she Cree though, or I don't know? We're getting yeah, we'll we're, we're, we're gonna it. get into we'll it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, then, no, uh, not, so we're gonna not do Captain Marvel, the other chick. We'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna do an actual Captain Marvel spoiler-free review, which I will timestamp, and then we will get into spoilers uh, as well, which I will also timestamp. So by the time we get there, uh, you'll be able to kind of jump around. If you haven't seen it yet, you want to just hear how the movie is, you'll be able to do that. And if you love things getting spoiled, and and that's what really gets you going and gets you fired up, then boom, we got that for you too. So it's gonna be pretty exciting. Pretty excited. Oh, fucking spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking? Dirty? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he'll, 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 he'll. Oh, it'll fucking come through. I really, I really hope it shows up in the. Oh, I did. It actually, it did. It's it right there. Does. Adam, you're I'm caught. Raise the decibel volume. On that. No, I'm gonna find, I'm gonna find <laughs> no, it. No, you can't raise the decibel volume. You have to just keep it nice. We just yes, fucking talked so about right. it for ten seconds. I can backtrack and figure it out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> hey, man, you already said don't pander to your audience. <laughs> You bitch about that the most. <laughs> See, what, what, what the secret here is... Who's our audience, though, in this case? And who are you saying these people are? Saying, people who love dirty talk? What you don't Maybe. realize is that throughout <laughs> every podcast episode, I've been adding in slowly a ritual from the Necronomicon. Yeah. Over the course of these podcasts, as I'm summoning <laughs> Baphomet. Yeah. Nice. You've summoned Gozer. Oh, no, not On yet. I'm going to. Oh, okay, good, yeah. good, good, I still okay. need. I still need the, uh, the, the key bear... Dude, it's not going to matter. He's just going to keep trying. He's going to summon fucking Geodude or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Geodude. He summons, he summons a Jigglypuff. It's like, oh, I'm not exactly upset, but this is not what I was going for. <laughs> so, speaking of actually Jigglypuff, a little bit ago, uh, obviously the nieces and nephews were here today, which is what the chaos you guys walked into. We yeah. were playing some Super, Super Smash Brothers on there, and I was nice. pretty excited to play with them. So, we set up some teams, and one of the teams that I set up for us to battle against, and there's four of us, and I think yeah. there was only three computers players uh the team consisted of a pichu a jigglypuff and a marth and they were oh. all level one Ooh. and it was four of us please don't tell me you lost. so guess who won <laughs> really <laughs> the level one cpu team no beat way. our asses it was pretty bad it was pretty bad but, oh, uh, i haven't played it in a while so. yeah I plus i was like trying to, to play your gamer card well i was trying to play it <laughs> don't little... get me wrong i've never played i've never played yeah. uh, smash bros yet yeah so i i, I probably no, not the new one. Yeah, you played at my house, didn't you? I didn't. Oh, right, yeah, you couldn't come. Or, well, you, I were, was... or you weren't invited, one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I've never heard of this event. That's weird. <laughs> I'm just going to sit and ruminate on that you, one. You've always... I, I'm going to use that, that anger that yeah, I you, got from you, that. We played it at uh, Nathan's house for a bit. I uh, know. So, getting into the news then, uh, we will actually talk a little bit about, uh, to kick it off, Turok on the Switch. That's a new game. That's Yeah, so this is a hit new title. It's based on a comic series about a man who hunts dinosaurs. Yeah. But is this so, actually a new no, Turok? No. It is not a new Turok. No, it's a remaster of the original. Turok 1 oh. and 2 remaster. Oh, and 2. And 2, yep. Is, does, it have, does it have the multiplayer for 2? I don't know. I don't know. Because if it does have split-screen multiplayer for 2... That would make it work. That would actually, actually be really that's cool. That's a good point. Isn't isn't the New Age Turok just kind of Zero Dawn? Horizon Zero Dawn? I don't fucking know. It, it, it's a is person there, who uses bit. bows yeah, yeah, and yeah. guns yeah. To, still to, hunt, to hunt future dinosaurs. So yeah. here's the thing. The kind problem of. is that I have no idea because I was under the assumption that Turok was a long deceased game. So idea. did I. So I haven't heard of Turok since I was a well, young they've, they've They've been reviving a lot of old <laughs> games recently as yeah. remasters to you know, make more bank. Video game necromancy is the official. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so accurate. It's exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's so accurate. Oh, my God. No, it is, is accurate. It's 100%. <laughs> hey, can we call it that? Can Absolutely. We, it's a, it's we just coined official. a term. Video game necromancy. Yes. Yeah. So did here. you hear it anywhere else before? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. That's it's like, like the perfect term to describe it. 
do I a guess, noted new character for Pathfinder. We will remaster you. That was good, <laughs> that was good man. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. The, the, the Necrogamicon. Yeah. The, oh, the, see, the buddy. thing is, though, yes. the only people that have actually done it right now are Capcom. Everyone else is doing, like, the shoddy version, where it's just re- remaster. Capcom actually remade their game <laughs> and put it back out to the Capcom market. Capcom's trying to be, like... They're trying to make, like, good money. Like, honest money. Wait, Turok's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, no, I'm talking about Resident Evil 2. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, Turok, Turok's not... I don't think there's going to be <laughs> any upgrades whatsoever, except no. it has to be able to oh. run on HD uh, devices now, so it's... So it's uh, not error-laced? So it can't run on <laughs> yeah. 1080i, yeah. guys. I learned that on the way like, here. Like, no 1080i. No, 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 right 1080i has to work on 1080p. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna keep hearing this interlaced jab. I've been. Uh, we had a quick argument about um, progressive frames. And quick was frames. 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah, 20, <laughs> tw- the whole 20. drive here. And when I, when I say talk, we were really yelling at each other. <laughs> so Turok One, the remaster, is gonna drop allegedly on March 18th. At around March 18th, it's gonna be a digital release only. Turok Two ha- Seeds of Evil has not officially been dated. However, it's likely gonna Isn't come that in just Q3. Sperm? So what's that? Seeds of Evil. Isn't that just sperm? Yeah. It is definitely, yeah, so it's a only, game. But uh, yeah, yeah. only the males. Nope, I'm not a doctor. Let's have this argument. I want to nope. win something. Nope. I don't even <laughs> know what the one. argument is. I'm what is I'm it? I'm not for doing two this for one. two today. Nope. Uh, you're, you're, you're doing the equivalent of dragging a, a, a participant into the ring to beat them up. Yeah. So let's not do that. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that you get over here. I don't want it. Too yeah. bad. Scorpion uh-huh. sitting in the ring. You get over here. I'm just a pedestrian. I paid $50 to be here. <laughs> you just paid Fifty dollars to get schooled. <laughs> that's like going to see a UFC fight, and they're like, it, "No, that's a that's a conjoined of um, wheel, not wheel. What's not wheel of fortune? Now, but Price is Right mixed with UFC fighting. I'd see that. I'd watch you, that. Yeah, all the contenders. You have a chance if you come to this UFC fight to get in the ring. Oh, no. uh, how about no? How does Drew Carey play into this? Hilarious. He's in the ring. He's oh, actually, okay, good, good. He's good. the announcer. That, that's the announcer. One. No, no, oh, he needs no, no, to be no. champion. He's yeah, a champion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, first of all, if he's the guy I'm fighting, I suddenly am not worried no, about No, he's this like concept. the Vince McMahon of this scenario. So oh. he doesn't fight all the time, but when he comes out, he's ready to throw down. Okay? <laughs> he comes out in a suit bulging with new muscles that you've never seen him he's before. Gonna, yeah. He's going to crack oh. like uh, the big Plinko plate right Have over you your face. <laughs> yeah, he's lost a lot of weight for prices, right? Yeah. Though, right? He's been, my man's been slimming down. I don't know if down. you've seen Dude, uh, Umbrella this... Academy, but he's pretty much like Luther now. <laughs> yeah. This... <laughs> The best Dude, part, Drew Carey is svelte these days. Okay, like he is ready to beat some ass. He is so svelte. You have to. The best part is the worst part about the game show is it, it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, boxing chess, where you not only have to be in the middle of the fight, but you have to guess the things that are beating you up with. Oh, that's amazing! So yeah. blind How much is this new chair? Bam! <laughs> you know what? Oh, it didn't break over my back, so it has to be at least <laughs> yeah, yeah, five ninety nine. It's steel reinforced. Yeah, oh. It's metal. It's metal. Oh God! The anguish from designing this chair. This must be IKEA. <laughs> Person comes and sprays cologne in your eyes. How much is that worth? <laughs> you get, you get run over by a brand new car. <laughs> It was a Fiat. It hurts so bad. <laughs> it doesn't even work properly. <laughs> My leg is fine. It was a smart car. <laughs> we'll get you on your new vacation to the hospital. So next bit of news coming up here. We got some Suicide Squad news for the second week in a row. This is pretty exciting. Uh, you guys know an actor named Idris Elba? Yeah. So most recently he would have been like the Dark Pacific Tower. Rim. 
Pacific Rim, yeah. Yep. So great actor. He was also in The Office season yep. seven or eight, right? He was one of the interim bosses they had in there. English great actor. What's that? English Office or British Office? English. English. Uh, yeah, he was in the American. American. Sorry, I should say American. Yeah, he was British. in the American Office. He also yeah. played Heimdall in the Marvel series. So yes. in, in Thor particularly. You know, Heimdall is one of those characters that I remember. I just watched him die, but go on. Yeah. I remember when, <laughs> when, when Heimdall was first announced for the first Thor movie, people were racistly pissed off at him because, oh yeah, how can no. Norse God no. be black? Not, not trolls online. Yeah. No. And then suddenly <laughs> he's no one way. of the like, most favorite characters in, yeah. in the entire Marvel Absolutely. He was great. Universe. He was yeah. great. And I, and I loved his sort of underground campaign to save people in Thor Ragnarok. Oh, so yeah, he, was, he, was the one, he was the one yeah. warrior left. He was um, the resistance leader. Right, actually. right. He yeah. was the resistance leader. That was so cool. Against, what a great turn. Against Hela, right? Yeah, yeah, against yeah. Hela. Very, I wanted to see cool. him fight with that huge sword. So he's actually looking well, to take on anymore. the Deadshot role from Will Smith, who is no longer going to be in Suicide Squad 2. I don't think he was ever signed on specifically. but So this is good news yeah. because we talked last week that we have James Gunn on board to direct Suicide Squad 2. Margot Robbie has actually come back as Harley Quinn, which is really cool, and now we potentially have Idris Elba in the role of Deadshot. See, my problem I is it was it wasn't any of the actors that made Suicide Squad bad. It was, it was the, the writing, yeah, totally, totally. and yeah. directing. I guess it's very whatever. by the numbers. Uh, yeah. They're kind of go hand in the, hand. The thing, the problem with Suicide Squad too is that like cin- cinematically, like the cinematography wasn't bad. No, the effects weren't bad. It's great. Looking there were some eye rolling shit shit decisions there's they some made. Cringe moments. Yeah. There's some cringe moments, but there's some moments like when we first see uh, Diablo come out. Oh yeah, like that was awesome. Yeah, that was I was like, ass, oh yeah. damn, because I was like the rest of the, the whole start of the movie was like, okay, uh huh, and then like, he came out and I was like, oh that's kind of cool. And then the credits. Yeah, Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah, Warner, Warner Brothers and DC. To their credit, they typically have very, very good uh, visual effects. I think the one exception is maybe toward the end of Batman vs Superman. So some of that looked pretty hokey. Yeah, so there's, the a, there's, the there's, there, yeah. there's some times where it's like, okay, the interns did this scene. That's, yeah. <laughs> the B team. The B team. So yeah, yeah, C team. <laughs> the, su- the Suicide Squad of visual effects. So <laughs> exactly, <laughs> they all got collars around their necks that'll explode. So you have uh, to make Superman's mustache go invisible, or we'll all explode your neck. Which yeah. is my, which is my favorite. That's actually my favorite visual effects story and possibly legal battle story in film history. I'll be honest, what, that what is was my that? favorite. What? So when, so they were filming Mission Impossible Six oh, well. and, and when they were trying to do reshoots for. Um, Justice League. Justice League. They were doing reshoots because at this point uh, they actually had uh, what's his face, uh, Joss Whedon redoing the whole flick, right? Oh, so, okay, yeah. so they're trying to get they're trying to get all the actors back to do the reshoots for this movie. Uh, what Warner Brothers was saying was, hey, you know what we need really need Henry Cavill to do is to shave the mustache so we can film this movie, right? And then and then oh. Paramount came back and said, uh, no. Sorry, you're going to have to film it with the mustache because he's contractually obligated to have the mustache for Mission Impossible 6, and therefore you're going to have to pay to edit it out yourselves. So, in what is probably the costliest and most screwed up legal battle in film history, and it you ended can up. Tell. Yeah, yeah there's some really hokey so looking. Yeah, I'll, be, yeah, I'll, be, yeah, I'll yeah. be honest with you, I didn't, I didn't even see it. If you take a look at the movie, if you ever see the movie again, so you'll which notice movie his, is this again? Justice League. Justice his League, his yeah. upper lip is too big. Like, it's, it's big. And you're like, that's. I've seen his upper lip before. That's not what that you know the section right yeah, here. Yeah, it's not that big. It, it's it's vaguely subtle. If you don't know what you're looking for, you probably won't see it. Guys, uh, they had I... to refilm that with a green screen over his mustache. Is like he would have he would have literally oh, had to wear oh, green over all of the facial hair. No, like shit. like a little no, half no, mask no, of green. They, no, they just edited it right out. 
Yeah. Well, no matter how they figured out how to edit the mustache out, that's what happened, and therefore it is my favorite legal battle slash like just petty argument story in film history. So it's brilliant. That, that is absolutely that is brilliant. I, I love the idea that it's it, it was they made it, <laughs> I, I mean, the suits. <laughs> I, I get. I guess Rogue. I think it was Rogue Nation. I guess Mission Impossible's argument was screw you. We're contractual. We get this. We paid for it. Yeah. Screw you. And I just I love the idea that someone didn't just go. How about you let him cut it off and just put on a fake mustache? It seems like that's a lot cheaper. No, no, it was it was like two lawyers standing on opposite ends of the lot, and one's like, "Hey, hey," and the other one looks at, him, "What do you want?" He's like, "Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> you keep your mustache. Use a fake mustache. Fuck you. CGI it out. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, fuck you too." Like that's, that's See, exactly I, I prefer to have down. the idea of two two lawyers sitting in this massive ass. <laughs> Super expensive oak boardroom with a glass table yeah, yeah, yeah. massive, no. and they're just sitting there with like coming up with technical jargon for the na- for the word of a mustache, like <laughs> no. the facial hair of the upper lip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, dude, this was this was uh, Danny DeVito and Joe Pesci playing lawyers, <laughs> oh arguing God, arguing nice. over this. That hey, would be it was a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. like DeVito's playing Frank from fucking it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Playing a playing a lawyer, and it's like it's one of his vigs. He's just trying to make some money on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's absolutely something that would happen, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh my god. Okay, so that's. <laughs> I think that's it. Now that no, we've it, totally the gone other off. half of the DC news is. Oh, that, I thought we were talking about Idris Elba or something. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, Idris Elba hopefully uh, is a shoe in then for the role. No, of, I think uh, oh, I think he'll be good. I think he's going to be, be good, good too. Yeah. He's, yeah. He'll be fine. He's a good actor. You, you want to know why I think he, he's a good swap for, uh, for as as because uh, he's not and, blue. No, no, oh, not the, you know, Will Smith is blue now, we know this, right? This is Aladdin time, but but because he has imposing eyes, the man, when he opens his eyes, he can you, you, his you, eyes. Yeah. you feel as if he could, like, strike someone dead with just his eyes, but yeah, now he has the superpowers to actually put a bullet to where yeah. his eyes are at, so... It's very fitting for I'm the, actually glad for the actor. because Will, I'm Will staring Smith. straight into your eyes thinking, I wonder what Idris Alba's eyes look like. <laughs> I'm actually glad because... One sec, I'm going to bring that up right now. <laughs> so I'm actually glad because Will Smith has been kind of overshadowing the films that he tends to act in. So yeah. he kind of makes a spectacle every time he gets a new role. So he just he just landed a new role in the last week for something coming up. I think he's, he's going to play... Uh, no, no, no. He's going to be playing uh, uh, Venus and Serena Williams' father in a movie about uh, their, their father's life coming up. So I guess he's just great oh, legendary so tennis coach okay so he's playing will smith yeah basically so and then he's, he's basically playing will smith to his jaden smith uh venus and serena williams anyway he made like a big deal about it on twitter that he got this role and this was going to be the next big thing so i'm glad that they're actually kind of moving away from the spectacle of this is a will smith film so it was interesting yeah. to see him in suicide squad uh so one it's, it's, as much as i don't like to do it everyone's in it for margot robbie well She's, she's really good, she but that. she's also just a great fit for Harley Quinn. She, well, yeah. I think she was she definitely was. the one the PR department was like, all right. Well, look at her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show. But, yeah. like, in all in all seriousness, though, I just wanted to see her because it was Suicide Squad. I, I, I agree. Don't give a fuck about Margot Robbie. I'm curious what other characters they work in, because obviously not all characters made it out of the first one, so see, it'll be interesting yeah, I to see, see more who comes in. I get it that the Suicide Squad, is. it was originally created to, hey, we've got a bunch of these B-lister villains that really don't do anything anymore. Yeah, those are like rogue, retired rogue gallery characters, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's Toss in a couple them. ones that are relevant, and then let's let them go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of like, like I, I, I like the concept, and I kind of like the idea of the the characters in it the, there's the problem with it where in order to do a, a group up like that with suicide squad you kind of need to have these characters that people care about you have to have a combination mm-hmm. of people that c- people care about but also not necessarily the mainstream ones right yep 
And well, I think that's a really hard balance to hit. The, the, yeah. the, the, you, you gotta care enough about them to not want them to die because they are expendable and like, yeah. there's a lot of but you also, or, or you gotta hate them enough to want them to die. The but the then two. in a single movie you have to introduce maybe three or four unknown characters. See, yeah, yeah, that's see here's the problem with that. So you could do this kind of thing with a Marvel yeah. rogues gallery because we've we know all the villains now because we've seen them in the yes. MCU. But DC has had no success. Yeah. <laughs> so the problem true, so the problem true. is like in all honesty, we just haven't seen these people on screen. And I get it, you know, if you're a comic book person, you've known these characters, you've grown up with them. But the majority of people who are going to see these films have no idea who And the, the ones you see in the are. cinema aren't going to be the ones you see in the comics. Exactly. Like the character wise. Right, exactly, yeah. So you're absolutely right. Like, I, well, like, I can talk about Marvel's on Boone the Phase, and the majority of people will be able to follow me if I stick to the main lineup. If I say Moon Knight, people are like the fuck you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, are they it's, are they also from Boston? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> the fuck you talking about? <laughs> the fuck you talking about? Walking over yeah. here! <laughs> God damn it! I, I, you're right. I would coffee. love to see a Marvel coffee. Suicide Squad because they've got a lot of B-listers, I don't B-listers, but beaten villains. Yeah, that would be very useful. Yeah, but uh, but what I'm saying though is that just DC, you're you're trying to, what's it, the cart before the horse essentially? Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, get these characters in movies. And then get us some familiarity. Get them as with a them. secondary yeah. villain, yeah. Or... Like you know, or like Scarecrow them. Like how like Scarecrow was like he was a, a big part of the first one. Then also he was just like this guy who kind of showed up as a cameo. Yeah, yeah. just do that shit. Yeah. Just do that shit. Yeah. That's it. That's all you because do. he still lived in that in that universe. Yeah, yeah. You just just really cool. make them cameos in a bunch of different movies. Yeah, and just get watch them get the ship. You know, who cares? They're not the main villain. They 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 provide resources to the main villain. Yeah, that's all they have to yeah. do. Yeah, that's all they need. Oh, and, we needed someone killed. Okay, well we got Deadshot to do it. Yeah, that's it. Then we just you know, hey, I'm Deadshot. Go kill the guy. Okay. And then he I walks off and we never see him again. And then we hear see like a newspaper clipping, yada yada assassinated. Deadshot question mark? And it's like that's all we need, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I completely Basically. agree. So moving on with DC news, there's another bit of DC news that people have probably heard of this week. So Arrow from the CW in the States, yeah. so I'm not sure what it airs on up here in Canada, but it has been officially cancelled. It will air as a final shortened season eight this fall. So it is already done hmm. filming, is my understanding. So okay. Arrow was kind of the, one of the first series in the modern era of television series for superhero comics sort of adaptations. Well, yeah, they call and, it the Arrowverse. Uh, the Arrowverse, correct. Yeah. yeah. So And obviously it paved the way for shows like Legends of Tomorrow, The Flash, uh, Supergirl is a part of that, and so is Black Lightning. These are all CW-produced shows yeah. in the States that all kind of exist in the same universe. There's been a lot of crossovers as well, but this has gone on for eight seasons, so it's actually a very impressive achievement mm. for How long did Smallville Bo- Small go for? What's Wait, that? How long, does anyone know how long Smallville was on for? Smallville was on for nine seasons, I think. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. It, jumped, it flew over the shark with Kryptonite long before the nine seasons, but... Well, and I think the trouble was too is how just how long it took to kind of get to the Superman part, which ultimately ended up being the last two minutes of the entire series. Oh, I remember the into- I remember watching. I, I found out that I stopped watching it, and then I found out that Doomsday was coming too. I'm like, holy shit, Doomsday is showing up! And then I found out that Doomsday was really not what you think. Hu- no, it was just like a human dude. <laughs> he was a boy. He yeah, was he a was human a- boy. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> boo. Oh, okay. I mean, this kid's about to grow some spikes. Just don't <laughs> yeah. don't fucking call it Doomsday then. Call it like kid that. Is doomy. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, don't. Child of Doomsday. Oh, I'm like totally here to kick Superman's ass. Oh, like, <laughs> so angsty. I, I get the idea. Like, you want to, you know, have a name attached to it, but like, at least try and fucking facilitate the character. Rise. Try. Yeah. Yeah. Try. Yeah. yeah. Don't phone it in. Yeah. Guys, guys, like, guys. Who's guys, that extra? I got it. You. Hey. Instead of Doomsday. a giant spiky big bad guy, what if we get Matthew, my nephew? 
<laughs> to be Doomsday. But still, use Doomsday. Yeah. <laughs> as the name, yeah. yeah. I, I'm an executive. I don't know shit. Good idea. Thank you. Saves Thank us money. Yeah. <laughs> Bigger office question mark? He, 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 can, he can work for how much? Shit. You know how much cocaine we can get down here if we do that? <laughs> do it. We'll just cocaine the heat away. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we'll read some bad reviews, do a line, go downtown, forget it ever happened. I, lo- I love our analogies for, for like boardroom executives. Like, the, like, the <laughs> like what the hell is a fork night? Like, <laughs> 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 like okay, in all in all seriousness, though, like this is like kind of like the ha 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 boardroom whatever. I've actually worked for people in yeah. film that are exactly that. So we're, like, we're accurate it, in our it's, assessment. It's actually not that inaccurate. That's scary. There's there's a That's lot very of scary. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of executives who have their head on their shoulders. There's a bunch of them that have their heads way up their ass. Yeah, yeah. And I've worked for them. Yeah, yeah. And I can guarantee you, I've had him literally like a an employer walk on a set. With two escorts and high on cocaine. <laughs> Out of curiosity, you don't. And he shut the whole set down. That I was it for the day. I, I, I want to be clear. Yeah, you don't. You, do you don't look upon the these people yeah. and look down on them and go, "Oh my god, I can't believe they're like that." Because oh no, no, that's the that's the dream. No, no, no. I yeah, I know. I fully support him in in achieving his his life goals. That's great. I'm on. I'll, I'm all the way behind him. But the thing is, like, okay, so we're doing a job right now. <laughs> So we need to get this job done, and we're not getting paid. And then this guy shows up, and they're like, "We need to, we need to cast Doomsday quick." And he's like, "Just get one of the Jonas Brothers." <laughs> but like, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so anyway, so hey, Marvel. This this is a love letter to Marvel now. So just just to let you know, Stephen Amell is about to become unemployed. So maybe. Just maybe, as you get into X-Men casting, coming up to the 2020 acquisition of Fox Marvel Studios, you can consider taking on a new Wolverine. Because I think he'd make a very good Wolverine. Stephen Amell. So he actually plays uh, Green Arrow in the Arrow series. Someone want to bring up a picture of him? He plays Green Arrow in the Arrow series. Oh, okay, him. Yeah, yeah. Really? No. I think he'd be great. Dude, this guy went went on American Ninja Warrior and killed it. Are you serious? Yeah, he's the real deal. Um, okay, okay, let's put, yeah, if he, grows out, if he grows out his hair a bit, I could see him. You, you I, can't cast superheroes, real superheroes, to be superheroes. That's cheating. Guys, we're going to end up with the Jonas brother if we don't lock this thing down now. That's <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying. Okay, My problem is, is I, I, I can't think of anyone that would work for Wolverine. That's not Hugh Jackman? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, the, well, the, yeah. No, no, honestly, they should just clone Hugh Jackman. Just and clone just, him. And then just work with the Just clone, clone him. Yeah. Man- mankind makes his first clone just because we can't figure out someone else to play Wolverine. Well, okay. It's that's like, so, all right. That's such human no, no, hubris. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Think of Star Wars, right? It's like, well, we could make Carrie Fisher look younger or, oh or <laughs> we can get this CGI the fuck out of her <laughs> and put her in the thing. Oh, yeah, we can do that for Wilhelm Tarkin, too. Let's do that. Let's do that. Nobody will fucking notice, right? You actually didn't notice. I'm pointing at Osh right now. What, what happened? Remember, I uh, showed you, uh, I think it was, what's it? Where's Tarkin show up? Rogue One? Yeah, he's, he's yeah. in Rogue One. Oh, yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. that's right. And I was like, hey, did you notice that guy's CGI? Like, what? I'm like, get out of here, man. First of all, I mean, not, not that, it, I'll, I'll be honest, the CG was really good. Um, it was it Pretty good. It looked but, pretty okay, good. Now, to be honest, if, now, if so they far, but like, he, it, he, you can tell they cartoonified it just a bit, just so yeah. it didn't. You weren't affected by the uncanny valley all yeah. much because yeah. they realized they couldn't get to the other but side of the uncanny now, valley. If, if Superman's upper lip was a solid five, what would you say 
What would you say that CGI was? Tarkin, Tarkin was an eight. Tar- Tarkin, Tarkin was an eight, eight or an nine. Eight. But my Hot my up. hint that Tarkin was CGI was that uh, he's not alive anymore. Oh, that <laughs> yeah. would do it. Yeah, that but, would okay, that was but, my hint. but Osh, Osh doesn't know that, right? And so, like, I didn't tell him on purpose because I wanted to see how close did they actually get. Because the majority of people knew going in. Like, sure. okay, first off, A, this guy's dead. Yeah, or yeah. secondly, they're like, he doesn't look like that anymore. <laughs> Even if he was alive, <laughs> what right? What you should know, though, is when the actor pulled his dick out on screen, that was fully real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 100% yeah, real. Well, they, that was all him. You know yeah. why? Oh, God. You know, there, there's a problem with being in an open forum because they, I was totally going to go for like a, yeah, they grabbed the corpse and shoved his dick on screen. Yeah, that's <laughs> this, not. This is weird for a Star Wars movie, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was going to get really graphic with like a corpse cock. The thing is like, I know you well enough. I'm going to say, let's go to the next fucking topic. <laughs> All right. Let's just save our sanity topic. right now. <laughs> so moving on to the next fucking topic. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where we're at for this one. <laughs> so profusely over here. <laughs> Speaking, speaking of fire and ice, that's a great segue because we're talking about a song of ice and fire, or fire and ice, I'm not really sure, yeah. So this is the Game of Thrones trailer breakdown that just came out, kind of an interesting thing that just happened the last couple of weeks. We've got a full-on, I guess it still counts as a teaser full trailer. Frontal. Sorry, you said full-on, nice, nice I was like full frontal. A full, yeah, some full, well, no, not yet, but there probably will be. We are talking about Game of Thrones here, uh, going to be some full frontal. So the Game of Thrones trailer came out, uh, definitely an interesting trailer. We just watched it earlier, I don't know if you guys saw it before as well. Uh, definitely has some interesting story beats in it. I'm particularly interested in uh, what happens in the final big battle. Like, oh, yeah. Notice all of the things they, they showed are just sort of people running. No, no, there's yeah. a lot of Arya yeah. running. A.K.A. Arya. Yeah. Arya running, but then there's just a guy with a flaming sword standing there. Or the queen smirking. with her people standing there. Yeah. yeah, The people in Winterfell standing there. They really are, they're trying to get you hyped without showing yeah. anything. Well, let's just well, say for this, honest, for this segment, just real that. quick disclaimer, like we will talk about spoilers in this segment, because I think, are you caught up on Game of Thrones? Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. you're caught up. I just, okay, I just, I just, up. it's been a okay, while. Okay, okay, so I'm, we, so we are going to talk spoilers on Yeah, here, but I'm, like, like, totally, like, I've forgotten shit, so. Yeah, yeah. So but I was, much. I was just going to so say, much. it's interesting you talked about, uh, who, who has the burning sword, because that was normally Beric Dondarrion, but Thoros of Myrrh, who's the guy who was always bringing him back from the dead, yeah. Yeah. is now dead himself, right? So he died in, in the battle, uh, where the yeah. dragon got turned he into the ice dragon. Yes. Yes. I don't remember that. Yeah, so Beric Dondarrion is on his last life, presumably. Yeah, so he's got no more he got no more one-ups. Yeah, so it's interesting no they showed him player, in the trailer, yeah. because presumably he makes it far into I mean, the new season. Presumably, can't What's-Her-Face bring him back? Well, Melisandre, we don't know. So, because she thought that she could bring back, uh, or she... She did bring back... She did bring uh, back Jon Snow. Yeah. yeah, she did bring back Jon yeah. Snow, played so by Kit, Kit Harrington. Well, but uh, the way I view it is kind of like a cleric and pathfinder. It's not so much that she's doing it, She's just okay. She's channeling. Asking. All right, th- th- this asking permission. Now, yeah, yeah. now, here's the thing, and uh, this might just be my brain working weirdly because I've watched so many fantasy shit and all that stuff. I can't remember exactly how the, there's a mechanical operation for how this works, and I think, and I may be totally wrong, I think you can only bring back one person ever, but like the same person can be brought back, but I don't think you can spread it on to other people. 
I think that, the idea is like you bind to somebody. Thor- Thoros of Mur brought back Bar- Barak Dundarian. They had said it like yeah, a, multiple a, a times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm yeah. not saying like I've you can only. Read the, I've never read the book, so I don't know if there's more. Like detail. I said, I don't I'm, think there is. I'm, well, I'm sure there's I'm, more detail. But I'm, I'm going to assume Melisandre has resurrected other people. I don't. She's been around for so. far. She's been around. Well, no, because she because she even said when she was first doing, she's like, I don't like she. When she brought back John Snow, she said she didn't know if it was going to work. Yeah, yeah. She so said like, she didn't know. Sure, but that doesn't mean... No, no, you're, you're right. Before. You're right. She just, and knows I'm not... that, she just knows that, hey, sometimes I ask my God and, and he oblige, obliges. Yes. And sometimes he doesn't. Yeah, and you're right. And like I said, I might just be sure. mixing it up with some other lore. Because I've been going through a lot of different fantasy books recently. Um, so I may just be talking on my ass. But I think that might be a thing for that. I don't think it is. I don't, it I, I don't think it's codified. I think they can change yeah. their opinion whenever they want. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, of course. Well, they've been changing things for Game of Thrones recently anyway. So that being said, yeah, the trailer does... Oh, go ahead. I thought you were going to say something. I was going to say, movie trailer people out there, watch the Game of Thrones trailer... That's how it was done. Don't show the entire movie before the movie. All yeah, right? good point. That was a yeah. lit trailer. Yeah. The whole time watching it, I'm like, all you need was the Arya running part, and I'm worried for Arya. And then you remind me of the cast. And I'm like, oh, mm. shit. Yeah, you know? yeah that's, that is all yeah, I The trailer's doing. a slow build, like the show, right? Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. So this, The last season was a pretty fast build, I'd say. They, yeah, oh, they, they changed their pace. The last massively. season was uh, was full on Hollywood, right? So and that, yeah. that's kind of the direction it was headed in, which is fine. So I'm hoping people that people earn that after so many seasons, right? They earn a full on Hollywood. Well, no, I, I agree with him. They, well, it's a build up, but you also earn well, it with a hundred million dollar budget. No, no, no. So, okay, so yeah, okay. that helps. Hold on, yeah. maybe I should clarify a bit. <laughs> maybe I should clarify a bit because I'm thinking that you may not understand what I'm saying. So uh, seasons like one through what four or five, yeah, were all very slow. Like, but they were like methodical. Like, hey, this is what's going on here. We're following this. This develops over this timeline. In the last season, everything happened very fast. Like, oh, we need to go there. All of a sudden, they were there. People are traveling to like, opposite like, ends of Westeros. Oh, yeah. The yeah. same episode. So, like, yeah. things yeah. things were happening fast. Where before you saw the travel, and I get I it. I think that it's because they realize they're coming to a close. Well, I think it's just that they've run out of material, and they're like, shit. What material do we have? We better make. Well, it the work. writing is they go along at this point. So George yeah. R. R. Martin didn't have the ending written until they wrote it for this. Yeah. Whoa. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. This is a potentially a, an alternate ending for the series, but the thing is, like, sorry, it's like a it's like a Full Metal Alchemist ending where they end yeah. the show before the manga. Yeah. 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 That's exactly yeah, what it is. Yeah, yeah, Brotherhood. Yeah. What was it? The, the, the blah blah star. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He ended up traveling yeah. to Earth, and there was no. Oh yeah, oh, it was like God, people's death. Doing? It was it was it was a play on the idea of what the actual ending was, but it wasn't the actual ending. Yeah. yeah. So that that's where they're getting at there. So the trailer does start with Arya running from an unseen force. There's some voiceover from Maisie Williams as as she runs, talking about the faceless god and 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 who she wants to see as the next faceless individual. Is my understanding of it. It does show Daenerys Targaryen played by Emilia Clarke and Jon Snow played by Kate Harington arriving at Winterfell along with a dragon. So there's a dragon at Winterfell as well. Two dragons that are left as well. <laughs> yeah. So there's definitely it, a dragon there, but yep. is it the one you want? It does show Cersei Lannister played by Lena Headey as well. So she has opted out of the final battle so she is not she's still in king's landing and she's not apparently out to protect anyone because they showed her what one of the white walkers looked like in season seven she sort of played up that she was terrified and she wanted to sort of mobilize against the white walker army and then ultimately decided not to well i think the idea was the the idea i'm getting from the show and this is even prior to the trailer and she basically looked at it went okay she's she's basically got big balls and she goes well, I've got this army that's building up in the north. And I'll let them fight each other. They'll weaken each other, yep. and then I'll fight the army. But she, what she's not thinking is, oh, this is the White Walkers. 
So if I let that army get annihilated by the White Walkers, they're gonna get risen. They're they're gonna, they're gonna, gonna be risen. Get yeah, a bigger yeah. army. Yeah. She, but but she's insane. she thinks the she thinks the walls of King's Landing would ultimately protect them. Which well, they have obviously too, right? is probably not the case. Well, well, I mean, though historically, King's yeah. Landing has not been pen- like people have not penetrated into King's Landing's defenses often. But an ice dragon could. Right. But, uh, <laughs> at, the totally same, at the same time, though, right, you got to remember That's the hubris so good, with right. the Lannister name. Yeah. Like, it's like they it's are. all hubris. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, at the same time, like, to be honest, I would have been mad if she marched uh, north. Yeah. Because be it's, not, it's, not, it's not her character. So, ultimately, the last stand of the series could potentially be against Cersei Lannister and her army. So that could ultimately be the last stand of the series. We'll see what happens. But um, some information coming out, though, about the actual final battle. And this is really cool. I think you guys will like this information a lot. So reports are coming in from HBO uh, (laughs) regarding the sheer scale of the filming of the Battle of Winterfell. Oh, okay. So this is the battle that they show kind of uh, a quick shot of the lineup at the very end, right? So you have Jorah and Brienne and a bunch of other people all lined up Mm -hmm. to fight the White Walker army. And then you see... The, the horse's foot that presumably the Night King is riding at the very, very end of the trailer. This scene was actually filmed over 11 weeks every night and only at nighttime and in very low temperatures with 750 actors and crew. And I think it, I, I'm pretty sure it was filmed in Alberta. I, I really awesome. just want to see the someone like the two armies. The army is just, you know, the White Walker army is approaching Winterfell. You can hear the sound of the ground shaking. Boom. And oh my god, and Winterfell is all they're stealing their hearts against this. And Arya just walks out and just hugs the Night King, and they're like, ah, it warms his heart. He, and then it's he all melts good. away, and he's a human being. Like, okay, let's go fuck up uh, so, Cersei now. But get this, yeah, it like won't be speed racer graphics all of a sudden. Everything's like way too saturated. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck happened? This is a trip. Yeah. <laughs> so get this, it won't be because the battle itself is reportedly uh, an entire episode. And now there's only seven episodes in the final Game of Thrones season, all of which are reported to be a feature length film yeah, in hours. terms of scale. So, which will make this battle. So get this, which will probably range anywhere from an hour to 90 minutes. It will make it the longest cut battle ever put to film. Yes. Ever. Nice. Yeah, no, that's actually, I would actually, that's impressive. The the runner-up, the closest runner-up would actually be 2002's Lord of the Rings Two Towers, which had a 40-minute long battle at Helm's Deep. Yes. Wow. So that that comes in second place now, believe it or not. Like, think back on that. Like, Helm's Deep. That was a long this was Unbelievable. Yeah. One of my favorite so things, crazy. Because I'm a tech nerd. One of my favorite things about Helm's Deep is they were the first to program a feature called, yeah. I forget the name of it, but the, the army the army program. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Where they essentially total ward the shit out of the, it. The, yeah. the orcs yeah. essentially had their own AI that they operated yeah. under that, that they filmed. They essentially filmed... A you bunch know, right? of yeah. AI machines. They're like, well, we're so far up above the uh, the, the war. We only need sure. detail, yeah. Yeah, we only need five pixels per cur- per person, so right. we're good. Yeah, it was very, very they, cool the way they did that. Yeah, they. what was that? Fuck, what was the... Uh, the Ma- didn't Mass Effect 3 do that with like their civilians on the ground when the did first uh, attack happens? You see a bunch of like pixely fucking things. People mm-hmm. were like... That, that makes people sense. Were, people were making yeah. fun of them because they're like, oh yeah, AAA game budget, guys, real good. <laughs> There's like <laughs> shitty fucking 2D sprites running around on the ground. Or like Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man uh, on PS4 with like the N64 graphics people on the boats. Have you, have you seen that? I haven't oh, seen yeah, that yeah. yet. Yeah, it's, 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 for them. whatever reason, like you're not supposed to be that close to it, but they're not even that far offshore, but they're like N64 quality rendered NPCs that are on these boats That's just standing there. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I, so I forgot to finish that game, but I've gotten nowhere. Great game, man. Great I game. haven't gotten a breakout yet. That's how far in the game I've gotten. Not. So, 
the battles, the battles yeah. in Game of Thrones have always been very large scale. This is shown a show that's certainly known for credible battle sequences, and the Battle of the Bastards in season six and the Battle of Hardhome in season five were incredible achievements in and of themselves in well, terms of fantasy filmmaking. Honestly, guys, kind of what I'm getting at here is is I, I think honestly, Game of Thrones has ultimately set a bar that might end up being unreachable just in terms of the extremely high quality of the battle sequences. I'm gonna say I'm gonna call you on that because here's the thing: is that once it's done once. Somebody's got to top it. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah, somebody will top it. Okay. It, it, they're setting a bar for yeah. what they're doing. Well, the, the, and, but Game of Thrones has been doing that, though. Game of Thrones has been doing that. They've been, been topping saying, themselves. Well, yeah. they, well, they've been setting the bar for a lot of other shows because, like, character death in shows wasn't popularized until Game of Thrones. You're right. True. Also, to add to that list, wasn't the Battle at the Wall like its own episode too? You're right. So there was the battle. So there's others. There's Battle on yeah. the Wall, and then I didn't name any from season seven. There. So season season seven, obviously, they had some large set pieces, fifteen twenty minutes long, that took place like uh, when the dragons and Daenerys Targaryen first attacked the Lannister army. That was in episode three, I think, of that season, and it, it was a massive battle. It wasn't a Battle of Blackwater, too, right? Was Battle of Blackwater as well. Yeah. yeah phenomenal yeah. fucking... Which one was Battle of Blackwater? Battle of Blackwater is where they used the green fire for the first time. Oh, oh so what they were... that was a good one. Wait, yeah, that's back. where... That's where... No, is, no, no. Battle of Blackwater... Did the green fire the first time? Did they use it uh, when they were defending... Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the Battle of Blackwater. Battle of Blackwater. Yeah, that's where Davos lost his son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't remember the names of each of the battles. Yeah, no, that's fine. Or even, like, look at the Battle of Hardhome, which is my favorite battle that's taken place in the series so far this is one where Jon Snow had first encountered the White Walkers in battle so when they went to try and save as many of the the wildlings as they could and uh, he ends up having to battle one on one with one of the White Walkers and that's when you find out that the Valyrian Steel is able to kill White Walkers so he cuts them clean through but that was was awesome and it really did a good job of showing exactly like horrifying it was horrifying it was a horror sequence but it showed it showed just how powerful an individual uh, White Walker I don't know what he would be like sort of an overseer uh, could potentially be I kind of like I think the one thing I like about Game of Thrones is it kind of reminds me of um, the old school the old school French wars Oh, like the, the Renaissance and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, where totally. it was just, yeah, yeah. there was these battles of the blah, battles of the blah. But really, what led up to those battles were benign, tiny little things. That yep. If you looked at them in an individual scale, you go, "What does this have anything to do with anything?" And then yes. you look back and you go, "Oh, really? That little trickle down caused this entire battle." Well, that's yeah. kind of like how. The, but that's what actually one thing that's amazing from George R. R. Martin is that he knows how the smallest decisions. Even on the on the like in our world stage, mm. like start to fall, it's like it's a domino effect, right? Sure. Yeah, and well, it, a it's lot like of what it's, and it's bigger and bigger dominoes that fall. Ultimately. To be fair, yeah. ju- and just in what we see in in the show, one of the biggest things was uh, Bran seeing the two Lannisters um, sibling fucking. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and that's that, the very that led a huge well, chain that, of events. That is still felt arguably to, in, in the last season because well, and, and the brand storyline can end up uh, so obviously he became a cripple through being a cripple he ended up finding out that he was uh, uh, a, warg. a warg yeah so he's yeah. able to jump into the bodies yeah. of other creatures right ultimately uh, there's a lot of theories flying around out there he could actually be the one in control of the Night King unknowingly right because he is a warg oh, so who knows maybe maybe that one decision for Jamie to push him off the tower at the very beginning 
uh, could have could have completely transpired in the White Walkers yeah. making it into the kingdom. Yeah, but wall. also don't forget, like that whole rumor of Jamie and Cersei wouldn't have circulated if Bran hadn't woken up either. So, like, yeah, true. yeah, yeah. there's like very, very true. there's a lot of things there. So either way, the eighth and final season of the most expensive television show ever made will premiere on April 14th on HBO at 9 p.m. So we'll be following along for the sake of the podcast as the episodes drop. So, yeah, we'll have to figure out the logistics of that. I guess that concludes Game of Thrones. We'll get into what we've been playing and watching in an exciting segment where we kind of go over what we've been playing and watching. Ash, take it away. Uh, lately, I've been playing a lot of disc golf game. It's a great sport. <laughs> yeah. Great sport. If you all don't know, check it out. Windsor got their first course a couple years ago. Check it out. As for what I've been playing, I've been playing Wargroove. I am more than halfway through that game, and I've learned that I missed out on Advanced Wars, and that was a thing, and I feel like I have to go back and fix that. Yeah, so we mentioned Wargroove last time, and you said that it was a little bit in the vein, or Rob said it was a little bit in the vein of Advanced Wars. But a little bit in the vein of? So That is balls deep in Advanced Wars. Spiritual yeah. successor, uh, to the genetically point, modified. To the point that Wargroove actually has in their FAQ, yada yada Advanced Wars, question mark? And Wargroove's like, <laughs> in their <laughs> FAQ, <laughs> in their official FAQ, go to their fucking site, it's hilarious. And they're like, Is the answer yes? No, they're like, while the... Uh, Advanced War series clearly has inspired us to make this game. Uh, there's no affiliation Advanced yeah, Wars, no. but it's funny because they they try to market it as like it's slightly more advanced than Advanced Wars. I'm like, is it? Mm. I don't know about that, guys. <laughs> I, I, like, will I think say it's though. I think it's pretty much fucking the same, except you have your heroes instead of being like overseeing commanders, they're on the field. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much fucking it. <laughs> pretty much, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's, Oh, it comes off game. as a very simple game at the beginning, but then you find out that there is a decent depth of, uh, you know, rock, paper, scissors, like multiple mm-hmm. rock, paper, scissors, Spock, Superman, Kryptonite, uh, Lizard. Lizard, Lizard's in there too, all these different <laughs> things that rock, go on. Rock, paper, scissors, Lizard, Spock. There it is, yeah, yeah. and the Lizard <laughs> eats the rock. No. Is that I have not no how it idea. Works? Yeah, that <laughs> no, no, lizard the rock definitely defeats the lizard. Yeah, oh, the rock smashes the lizard. No, That's no, right. The no, rock... the rock gets swallowed by the lizard. The lizard chokes and dies. No, no. <laughs> the rock people's elbows everyone else. Oh. oh. No, he did. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking of the fucking. <laughs> what was it like the the whole roguecraft thing where it's like rock smashes scissors and then tells people to fuck off anyway <laughs> or something like, like I can't remember exactly how it went, but it was just like it was this whole fucking hilarious thing. Yeah, twenty two ninety nine. Very good buy. I recommend it. It yeah. has a good Jesus. bit of uh, replayability. Hell yeah, man. In Canadian costs. Huh? Oh, Canadian uh, CND. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, that's that's what I've been uh, playing. I've, I haven't been watching too much uh, just because. Daylight Savings has clicked, and that means it's time to get outside again and, and watch things on my phone outside. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard of Linus Tech Tips, but there's an episode where they they, 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 they kind of just do crazy stuff with technology every once in a while. They're, they're yeah. gamers. They, they have the high-end computers and everything like that. And they go, oh, we, we you know, the outdoors is great. We love the outdoors, but it's really tough to game outdoors, which is why people game indoors. 
So they had an entire episode on how to do a LAN outdoors yeah. and like camping. No. Oh, hell <laughs> I saw that, yeah. <laughs> it was great. It's sweet. I was, if I had the way. money, I would totally do that. That's amazing. Uh, we could achieve it, I think. The thing probably is, could if we, but, uh, the thing is that when you, <laughs> we'd have to do too much work as a, uh, in exchange for the money. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, <laughs> coming from a guy who went uh, camping and brought an RV with three video game systems and had a mini little <laughs> tournament in the wilderness. Yeah, glamping. I can it. say, yeah, glamping. glamping. I can say that landing in the wilderness, doing a out of out of a homeland, would make me feel dirty in a weird kind of way, like. <laughs> Like, I'm ignoring nature. <laughs> nature, I came out here to admire your beauty, but I didn't. <laughs> it's the ambiance, man. It's the yeah, ambiance. The, the, the background noise. It's, it would be great to play, like, a horror foresty oh game. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know what you do? You go out camping, right? You don't have many lights on, and then you play the f- you play forest. The forest. Oh, the game. yeah. That would be now, fucking why, horrifying. Why hasn't a Twitch streamer done this? Like an outdoor stream in the woods doing because their... Because st- that's like <laughs> way too much fucking effort. It's exactly what Adam said. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's no. true. Uh, what, I, about, what about you, Adam? What have you been playing slash watching? I've been uh, playing... <laughs> I've been playing Hollow Knight still. Because I'm trying... So I'm at Hollow Knight. I'm like, I beat, I, I officially beat Hollow Knight, which is to say... I, or the the pre DLC. Yeah, I beat the Radiance, which okay. is the last kind of a secret boss. But yep. you know, cool. there's no such thing as a secret boss in this yeah, world yeah. anymore. So I knew about it going into it. So I beat that, <laughs> and I beat it. It's like you ha- you have completed at a hundred and two percent. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Hell yeah, man! Okay, answer the bonus question. Yeah, how much more can I eke out of this game? All right, let's go see what other percentages I haven't done. So yeah. I'm at now a hundred and six percent. I don't think I'm gonna get a hundred like actual a hundred percent done, whatever that percentage is, <laughs> because yeah. in order to do it, you have to beat every boss. On what's called an ascended difficulty, which is like they do more health, more damage, yeah. uh, in a tougher environment. Yeah, yeah, not that being hit. With ever being hit once. Oh, yeah. oh forget it. Never no, going to happen. Okay. Come on. No. I'm, I, out, I'm out at that point. I'm out at that point. Here's yeah. the thing. Yeah. I thought that that was an achievement, too. And don't get me wrong. It totally is an achievement. Do not let me underplay this. <laughs> but then we watched a bunch of Resident Evil 2 runs with people doing that. Going through the whole run without ever being hit, which is the entire challenging. game, like the entire game without taking damage. Yeah, wow. that, like that's impressive. Yeah, actually, uh, if uh, if you guys ever played Dark Souls series, nowadays the thing that's very popular it used to be speed running, and now actually it's a zero hit, yeah, zero damage runs like the entire game beaten without ever sustaining an ounce of failure look guys there's other games okay there's like so many <laughs> no, other games 100%. like what are we doing like i can't even finish one game hollow Knight is designed like the challenge is there it's it's not in dark souls it's, they're making up these challenges this is designed in and i went yeah you know what i ain't gonna fucking do that yeah. I, I, I there's a limit to my to I, I, you're, you're what's it uh insanity yeah at this point yeah. i'm just playing the game because i really want to keep playing the game but there isn't i'm, I'm just trying to eke out Sure. You know the little, little extra squeezes from the sponge. Yeah, that's all I'm trying to do at this point. Yeah. So I get that. Uh, the other thing is I beat and played in basically you know a day's worth of of gaming. Uh, DMC Five, Devil May Cry Five. Oh, you actually beat it. A day's oh, worth it. of gaming. Oh, I didn't. I mean, know that. on the normal difficulty, okay, not on like so Sparta. Um, you know that I obviously am looking forward to playing it, so I don't want any spoilers. But like, how was the game? Uh, okay, I'll be honest. Um, mechanically, the best Devil May Cry game. 
uh, motorcycle chainsaw nice. like awesome. Oh, it's so much fun! Oh my god, I can't wait for that. It, it, one of the, you have to you. It, it's a, well, when you go into Devil May Cry, you have to accept that physics and logic dude, need not apply. Dude, electric <laughs> fucking guitar. All I gotta yeah, say, yeah, Nirvana. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, exactly. It is mechanically, it is the best Devil May Cry game. I had the most amount of fun. Uh, you play three through three as three different characters. Okay. Play as Nero, Dante, and a new mysterious character named V. Oh, is it gave him a whole letter? I'm not gonna fucking tell you shit. Okay, so it's either it's a red herring, or it's, it's exactly what I think it is. I will tell you that the story is not as good as Devil May Cry 3's story was, but it's better than two. I I, I don't remember two. <laughs> <laughs> You're learning. Damn, You're learning. I taught you that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Devil May Cry 2 doesn't exist, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Yeah. Uh, Just no, like Dark Souls 2 doesn't exist. It, I, I would argue that it is actually not as good as the story as Devil May Cry 4. Better than DMC. No. Really? Not the story. Not better than DMC. DMC was garbage in my mind. DMC had a better story. Okay, you know what? In fairness, I didn't finish DMC either. So. DMC had a better story. It was way more emo, too. I mean, that's got to count for something. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. The yeah. story content, like the story itself wasn't that great, but the story writing and the things that happened and the character development... You're talking about DMC. Yeah, DMC was better than this one. This one is... there. There's no character development... Oh. Which is fine by me. I'm fine, okay with that. Yeah, I mean, that, they I'm, do forward some things. Um, they do codify data that we already know, and this isn't a spoiler. This part, they do openly. We were discussing this at the theater the other day. Mm. Uh, they do openly say the words, "Nero is Virgil's son." Oh shit! I didn't know that. That it was. It was alluded to in oh, Devil yeah. May Cry Four. They never quite said the words, but right. I just found out that it was. It was one of those things where. No one's going to say the words, but everyone knows it. Yeah. Um, because the Yamato reacts to him and everything like that. Right. Okay, fuck. It's been so long since I played 4. Yeah, yeah. So. And I, I didn't... I just took it as, okay, yeah, it, 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 he is his son. They just didn't want to say the words. Yeah. But I guess the director was kind of known for lipping off and um, actually said that in an interview. So yeah. it was, it's public knowledge yeah, yeah. via an interview, not via oh, the game. Got it. Yeah. So this time they've actually codified it in the game. Eh. Whatever. Yeah, it's, it, you don't need to do that. You never need to do that. I'll be honest, it, it kind of sucked because there, there was a moment where Dante's like, dude, it's your son. And he's like, okay, cool. Really? Yeah. I mean, oh, I get God. it. Virgil's kind of distant and all that fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, but... But I kind of expected something out of it. Yeah, like... Some payoff. Okay, but the thing is, like, having a character that's distant all the time is fine and well, but there is a... You have to find a point where that is broken. Yeah. Otherwise, the brooding distant character is one fucking just one dimension. Exactly. As yeah. far as I'm concerned, this was um, they had a mystery that to me wasn't a mystery by the by the time you realize I'm it. I'm just going to stop talking about okay, it. We're, we're going to talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, okay. yeah we're, we'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it next episode. Finish yeah. it, Finish the story and we'll talk about it next yeah, when I when I get my non-Xbox One version. Oh, oh yeah. no, did you hear about Either this? way, mechanically, it is absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> uh, Nero's oh, Devil Breaker shit. is absolutely great. I love the mechanic. I heard it was better. It is great. So he he lost his his, his yeah, you know, yeah. the demon arm and he gains like robot arms. Yeah. So what happens is and, and the mechanic like I said the mechanics of the game is amazing. Yeah. The way it works is you can see in the bottom right of your screen there's like you can you unlock more and more and more, yeah, and more yeah. slots if you will and you start off with three. So what happens is you buy you buy them in the shop via red orbs. And Yay. Each, each or they're cheap. Each <laughs> no, actually, arm actually does like something different. So when you push the B button, it does something different. So there might be one that like shoots out like a shotgun blast of, of lightning, like a mm -hmm. yeah. And then there's one that will like it'll launch you forward at someone, like you'll, oh, you'll cool. Superman that hoe. Yeah. Um, and then there's Superman that hoe. Oh yeah. And then there's 
And then there's one where you'll launch it, you'll target someone, launch it at him, and then it'll basically just keep that character, that enemy, busy as it literally, it's a rocket fist, just constantly punching him in the fucking face so you can go fight something else and distract him. That's awesome. So cool. That's awesome. Great CC. Oh, it's great. So what happens while you're, if that, if you get hit while that um, arm is active Mm -hmm. or doing something, that arm is destroyed. You lose it and it moves to your next one in the slot. Your oh. next one is like you don't get to choose what your arm is. Oh, and if you pick one up on the ground, it automatically puts that one in first place. Oh, so you are kind of forced to deal with whatever arm <laughs> it, you it, get. It's the Magnum revolver problem, like where you have different bullets in a revolver, but you need to. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. But you can't you can't revolve it and choose it. it it's yeah. whatever was is next in line. Yes. Would you say that forces you to be like? more on like keeps you on your toes makes you more adaptive like yeah it f- kind of force your style when you're playing like to a small degree i mean you still most of your abilities are still there but it, it, it adapts your b button so there's for example that fist like that yeah. distracts someone you might be in a position where you're like well i don't fucking have that i, I would like to have it but i don't have it on my list because it got destroyed interesting yeah. and you could you can actually blow up your your arm so if you're caught in the middle of something and you, need your arm and, back. And you really well no you don't need your arm back Let's say you're caught in the middle of the because a bunch of enemies coming in on you and you're like, oh shit, I need to stop this. You can push a button and your guy explodes the arm and just it throws back. Reminds me of Contra a little bit where you're kind of picking up different different weapons uh, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it reminds me of that a little bit. Really, really badass. Um, So that's how you get the variance with Nero because part of the complaint that they had with DMC4 was when he played Nero, he didn't have anything like that. Whereas Devil May Cry 3. Dante had the, the styles. Yes. Right? And the different weapons, the different even the different melee weapons, whereas Dante or Nero only ever had Red Queen. Yeah. So this was how they, they combated that, was they gave him the different arms, and you're forced to go with whatever arm you have. That's you actually good. That's a, I'd argue that's a good design. It's a great design. It, yeah. At first I was concerned about it, because I was like, oh, it's going oh, to choose don't. an arm that I don't like. They're yeah. all good arms. Yeah. They're all fun. They're all unique. <laughs> that is the only way that that works, by the way. By the way, you're, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's great. That's fun. Um, v is an interesting character. Uh, this is a Stop fun mechanic. Stop talking about it. I'm talking about the, the, the mechanics. <laughs> yeah. Um, he summons familiars. Oh, cool. So you actually oh, no. don't Minion, Minion Mancer. Minion Mancer, yeah. So you actually don't... Oh, fight. that's like right up my alley. I know. You'll love him. Yeah. I promise. So what happens is you summon like a, a bird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you summon like a like a panther, but they're like shadowy creatures, so they could do more than normal. Yeah. So you, they do stuff. They they're like pseudo demon kind of thing. Yeah, you send them. So you kind of sit in the back, in the far back, just chilling out, letting them attack forward. And what happens? is You have this like golem that you can summon, and that's what you, you your devil trigger or your yeah. energy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. You actually summon a giant yeah, golem, hmm. and that uses up your devil trigger. Well, yeah. What happens is you can you're expected to do it quite often because he plays a risk reward game. Where he reads like a book, he's kind of famous for yeah, being yeah. like an edge lord, read your book thing. Yeah. And oh, okay, I see, I've seen the character in the trailer. Yeah, you, when if you hold the button, he starts walking more slowly and starts reading his book, and that refills your devil trigger. <laughs> cool. Cool, Can it do it while the golem's oh, yeah. out? Yeah. So it delays the golem ah, being out, but you move more slowly. Right. And, but your your idea is you can also still be fighting with your minions. What you you hold one button while you're pushing another button to fight with your minions. And you can also jump on your golem and do a bunch of crazy shit. Like, it's oh, really badass. Okay. Um, like, and Dante's like, like Devil May Cry 3, so you have like, your weapons and you have your tricks. Out of curiosity, when, the, when these familiars are hit, uh, what do they? What comes out of them? What comes out of them? Yeah. Uh, most creatures, when you hit them, it's blood. Uh, I didn't know. It nothing. Ethan. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Damn. Yeah, I was just wondering if they were going to do... Because uh, when they did Devil May Cry 1 to get over the blood thing, they had sand come out of creatures. 
Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was wondering if they were ever going to harken back to that. No. Oh, no. Not, not in the modern era. No, but the thing was, that it, the way that they explained it was very interesting. Hmm. Yeah, so, just demons. Of yeah, it was demons, but like the idea was like this, they were this, it was the substance of, yeah. it was like similar to sand, but it wasn't, it was like this like blood analog. Yeah. No, I, I, either way, it's great. The V plays wonder, v, play, v plays very differently than any other, D, than other D, uh, DMC character. Okay. Which is fun. Uh, Dante plays kind of like Devil May Cry three, so he has the, the yeah, styles, yeah. Yeah. which is really fun, and all the different weapons and so on and so cool. forth. So he's the, uh, Dante, and Nero has this new arm mechanic. So each character that you play is fun. Oh, yeah, that cool. sounds good. This sounds good. Kind of a goodbye for for Q one here. So, yeah, excellent. Great, good stuff. Right. Sorry, that took a long longer. No, no, that's fine. No, no, no. We'll, no, we'll, good. we'll tag it. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so I guess me now. Uh, what I've been playing, I played a bit of Satisfactory over the weekend. Yeah, so explain what, explain what Satisfactory okay, is. Okay, so Satisfactory is on the Epic Launcher. Uh, you can actually buy into the Early Access now. Okay. Uh, but what the game is, is this is a bad example of words to use, but there is unfortunately not a lot of ways to explain this. So like, think of like Rust or Minecraft, stuff like that. But uh, instead of going out and constantly like, I'm gonna bang this tree for five hours, yeah, and like get all this wood. Sorry, did you say just bang this tree? Yeah, for five hours. Clearly, never played Minecraft or Rust. Yeah. So like, well, the idea is like a lot of these games is you're constantly doing like this fucking this this manual fucking labor shit, right? Have you never played Minecraft? Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, punch a tree. Manual labor, help me. Yes. Okay. So in Satisfactory, um, you do that for maybe ten minutes of the game. And that's only at the beginning because what hmm. you do is you're getting your base of resources. But after that, you automate everything. So you can build like robots. Oh, that go well, you build miners. Oh, my. So you okay. build miners, but then you have to convey the resources from the miner to a smelter. Then you have to convey it from a smelter to something that assembles it. Into oh, that's an item. cool. But the thing is, like, you got to worry about like your energy management. To be and fair, I've done that in Minecraft. Right. So yeah, there's automation stuff in Minecraft. Yeah. Right. There's, it was modded. complicated, in. probably. It was modded. Uh, in I and automated stuff diamond farming but, for myself. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. People have done that. But so the idea is like it's not modding it though. It's actually a core component of the game. So the idea is that you build this gigantic fucking okay. factory, and it looks it looks gorgeous. Is really what the game looks like, and it, it's a lot of fun actually. And you can play it with up to like like your, with your friends. I think it's like at least four people, probably more. Hmm. Um. But I actually recently found out something about the game that was actually a little bit disappointing because this concept is not new. There's a game that came out a while back called Factorio. And Factorio does the same thing. But what Factorio does that this game unfortunately does not is that aliens will actually attack your factory. Um, because <laughs> which is random. No, no. In Factorio, it's great because the idea is that there's these creatures out there that are really hard to kill by yourself. But you can like build turrets and stuff like that. But you have to like automate their reload yeah. and whatnot. And the idea is that because why they attack you is because as you build up your factory, you're adding pollution and the, and the environment reacts negatively to it. So like by building your factory so the bigger pollution age, alien police. Yeah, exactly. You up. Yeah. So that's the idea though, is that as your factory gets bigger, bigger and badder aliens can start coming at you. I just, I, I have one curiosity. Satisfactory doesn't do that. Unfortunately. Uh, I, 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 I don't think I can sus- suspend my disbelief because we don't do that for our current climate deniers. <laughs> you don't have aliens attack them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that would be, be very fun. convenient. I would, that, would <laughs> for our to, that would be an interesting way to to really bring that home. But like, 
Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I'm just, just, no, I'd be all about it. All I it. can think about is the, you know, oh, I'd, it's for bad for the climate. It's like an alien's going to give Someday when I run for office, office that's going to be on you, my platform. Fix the environment or aliens are going to fucking kill no, you. <laughs> no, no, there's Alex a, for president. There, there's another game. It's called, uh, it's Eco. So I think it might just be called Eco. Uh, and the whole part of the game is that there's an asteroid coming to your planet. So you have to uh, build up a defense to, to combat this asteroid before it destroys the planet, right? But if you over-industrialize, you destroy the planet yourself, so it's like all for nothing. <laughs> oh, so you have to find this balance. The, the, the yeah, so that's the key of the game is to find this balance where you can defend against this asteroid. It's kind of like a without... Frostpunk where you have to, well, you could do certain different types of governance, but each one of them is not necessarily the right choice. I'd yeah, feed him so sawdust. Feed yeah, sawdust. a lot of people yeah, yeah. do. That's <laughs> the logical sawdust. way to uh, create is, is, is that actually a thing you that's do the thing, in reality? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, in Frostpunk. I know in Frostpunk, but... Can you, can you feed people sawdust? Yeah. yeah, they've done that. People have done that in the past. Wow. They cut. Did they cut their food with sawdust and then soups yeah. and stuff like that yeah so thick in the wow. yeah 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 they grind up sawdust with <laughs> a fine powder and it becomes a filler but it doesn't actually do anything for you right but it, but it gives the idea that you're full yeah. oh so they would add it in with stuff that would give you bare minimum nutrition and then they would fill you up with sawdust oh. they do that with rice i thought rice had some value not really yeah. caloric value yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, it's really. It's, that's why, like, whenever they're like, "Hey, bring a lot of canned food, but we really want rice." <laughs> oh, that's why. No, it says right. satisfaction. Oh, anyway, so I'm gonna tag this section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So satisfaction that, that, slash factorio. No, that, no that, that sounds pretty cool. No, no, satisfactory is actually it, it's a fun game, and it's only like it's under thirty bucks. I like the automation aspect. Yeah. I no, it's, well, the idea is that you end up with like literally like th- huge three dimensional multi level factory. That's cool. So that's it's, cool. it's fun, and to play with your friends, I think is like amazing. Yeah. But yeah, like so I, I can be the manager of your plant. Sure. Yeah, just like my yeah. Or you can just be the I, labor guy. Who I, you know, I, sh- I should be the IT of your plant. Oh, uh, there's actually a lot of okay. I've actually <laughs> sold I don't a, do that enough in real life. Uh, yeah, I saw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I sold it a little bit short actually because there's a little bit more to it. Um, there is also a lot of exploration aspects to that, and of course you fight aliens to you know retrieve their organs so you can uh, research them and give you other things. That and this is obviously a fully 3D game. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. and oh, graf- and graphics are a little bit more the pedigree. advanced than Minecraft, I'm guessing. Yes. Okay. Uh, so the pedigree of this game, this is actually funny. Uh, you want to know what the only other game that is really of note that they've made before this game? Oh, God. Goat Simulator. Oh, oh hell yeah! <laughs> Give me some goats. But no, it, it's like, Give me some goats. to be honest, if I didn't yeah. know that, I would have oh, never been great. able to they tell you that. They went from Goat Simulator to Factory Simulator. Yes. <laughs> they, went, they went from the greatest game of all time to not the greatest game of all time. I get it. But no, but in all seriousness, though, like, it, roll your eyes as you will. If I didn't know that, I would never been able to tell you. Like, Satisfactory no. has its own game. is like, fantastic, Stanley. Okay, fair enough. Very cool. From, from what's available to you now. Cool. So. Excellent. I mean, I hate the fact that it's on the Epic platform. Oh, and yeah. so one funny side note before I move the move on. Uh, there is a mode in the game that's actually hilarious because, like, uh, some of the aliens are very spider-like, and they're aware. Oh, that's not creepy at all. Exactly. See <laughs> that exactly. So what they did was they made a really shitty cat sprite. Then there's one mode you can activate in your options called arachnophobia. So all of the arachnids show up as these little pink cats. That's cute Aww. as fuck. And then you kill them. <laughs> I just want to be clear. I think the cats are creepier than the spiders. Yeah, yeah. No, 100%. And there's like a... Sh- it's a janky-ass thing. You're sitting thing. there in this dark factory. This no. dark... No, in this dark forest. There's just this... this the, the moon is bright. And you hear it skittering. And you're like, what the fuck? And all of a sudden, there's just... Like, oh my god, kill it! Yeah. You, no, see, like, you see like uh, a body in the distance, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like rattling around, and you're like, what the fuck are those cats doing? And they all turn to you, smiling, their cute little smile, blood all over their faces. <laughs> <laughs> Eyes glowing in the yeah, moonlight. You start running. <laughs> <laughs> like, shit, we need Sailor Moon. 
Luna won! Uh, aside from that, though, playing Wargroove, Warhammer 2, no big deal. Uh, watching Umbrella Academy finish that. Oh, I, I still need to finish it, so don't say anything. But that 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 we will probably review and spoil cast. We should probably do it next week. Sure. Yeah. I'm going to totally just segue into this album song. Marvel, so this is obviously the feature portion of this episode of the podcast. Uh, Captain Marvel did come out over this last weekend to a massive reception. Uh, actually ended up uh, amassing $455 million for its first weekend worldwide release, putting it in the Marvel Universe second to only Infinity War. So this ended up being the second largest Marvel opening of all time worldwide. Chinese numbers are in there for the first week, which kind of inflates it. The other ones hit China uh, at later dates after they come out. But certainly that's a massive achievement for Captain Marvel. Uh, that, you know, the, I think the sad part there, and I'll just jump right into it. Meh. Yeah. Yeah, which we are going to get into. So first we'll, we'll do a review that, that doesn't contain spoilers. Then we will get into spoilers, which will timestamp both as well, so you're kind of aware. So for the domestic release, it did a little bit worse, however. So at $153 million, actually put it behind the first outing for Black Panther, for origin films, as well as many sequel films. Do you know how well it did in comparison to Dark World? Uh, it did better than Dark World domestically. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Dark World, the Ant-Man series did better. So so it did quite better than a lot of those series as well. Oh, wait, wait, sorry, did it do better than Ant-Man 2? In terms of opening weekend, yes. Domestically oh, okay. it did. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Worldwide, it's, again, second only to Infinity that was a, War. That was a big one, though, right? Ant-Man 2 did really well. It did really well in its first weekend, and then it did absolutely nothing after that. No, 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 so no. that that was that was. I expect this movie to be like that. No, I expected I, it to not do as well as it did, to be honest. So it it did very very well. No, well, I expected it to do well because it's it's the whole idea of uh, supporting it came from like, um, show was it Wonder Woman? Like that thing had a huge backing. Yeah, social backing for it. Yeah. So there was a huge social backing for this as well. Now. Obviously, we'll get into it a bit more. There's a lot more to yeah. to this conversation. Yeah. Ugh. Wonder Woman, of course, being the better of the two films, I would say. Oh, yeah. Just right off shot. the bat. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, interestingly, yeah, massive opening weekend. This is actually good news, though. So this is actually good news. It is um, good. It, all around it is good news. I See, I, when I'm hearing it, I'm hearing everyone, you, you go to see a Marvel, you generally are going to get a good movie. So most people will go see the movie almost opening weekend because yep. they know it's going to be a good movie yep. at least. The worst movie so far was what? A Dark World? In my opinion, it was actually Iron actually, Man 2. I would say Thor 1 was worse than Dark I, World. Iron, Iron Man 2 is the worst for me. I like. Yeah, I, that yeah. was the low point for me. There will be blood in the water. And then the sharks will come. Remember yeah, that yeah. guy? <laughs> come on, dude. Get out of here. He's talking Mickey Rourke. Is, yeah, uh, yeah. 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 It was rough. But so to me, you know, you'll always with the Marvel movies, you'll always get a good kickstart. But what will happen is as people watch it, they go, okay, well, I mean, it wasn't really all that. Yeah, I mean, superhero films are actually responsible for the largest week-over-week drops in film history. So yeah. I'm sure Captain Marvel will be no different. Uh, so the audit, what's cool about this, though, is a couple things right off the bat that, that are sort of pop culture-wise have resulted from this. So one is just further proof that audiences are very interested in lesser-known comic properties if they're done and marketed very well. Hold on. How, how is Captain Marvel considered a lesser-known property? So, I mean, for me personally, it certainly wasn't a comic that I read growing up. So, yeah, I've, I, I'll go with that actually too. I, I was majorly into Majority. the X Men, Deadpool huh. stuff like that when I was growing up, but yeah, I never. Captain, 
Marvel was not huge. Really? It wasn't huge. If, if you were into the galactic stuff that was closer to like the 2000s, then yeah, you would have definitely read okay. Captain Marvel. Sorry. Yeah. Marvel well, yeah, to me, while isn't like in a lister, is definitely somewhere between A list and B list. They're low A list. Yeah, yeah. Minus list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I call her. I call her actually B minus list in terms of oh, just popularity. Snap. Like, I, no, no, no knock on her. Them fighting no, on her. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. Like pri- prior to the movie. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just talking about just in my experience as a comic fan growing up. It just wasn't yeah, one. Well, think I was aware, but it just wasn't one that was interesting. Okay, that's the one thing we got to remember too, Ray. Is the comic market is not doing well. No, no. The only reason why a lot of people know about any of these characters is because of the movies. You have to remember, I. The and, only, and I know that you're you're the exception of this. Well, no, I'm not. To, to a degree. I, I, I Only kind of. The only comic you've ever read is Captain Marvel. No. How are you only not the exception? Deadpool, the only comic series that I have actually read from start to finish. Yeah. Or, to be fair, I haven't finished. I, I don't think. I think they might still be writing some. But well, Another thing that's cool about this is the online troll army has failed yet again in tanking a major comic book film like they tried to do with Wonder Woman and Black Panther before. So, in fact, it seems the harder the troll army pushes back against superhero films that they've decided to hate on, the better the film does, which is kind of a cool thing. So I, I like that a lot. No, it's, it's, it's the whole adage of no, no PR is bad PR. That's, That's right. All this is. Yeah. And to be honest, even, well, to, to put it in perspective, so Rotten Tomatoes did have to remove thousands of reviews that were actually written before the movie came out in the audience reviews. Yeah. So they removed thousands. And it went from, I believe, a 33% on Metacritic, I'm sorry, on Rotten Tomatoes all the way up to a 55% based on audience reviews. And it's because of a lot of pre-reviews that came out, uh, which which I actually screenshotted a lot of as well. And some nice. of them are just over the top. So some of them say, like, this film, this film is garbage, this film is shit. Uh, I won't even see it when it comes out, kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> which I'm is just absurd. Because yeah, how, how can you critique something I'm, you haven't seen? I'm torn because I'll, I'll give my actual opinion of, of the movie. Which is, on one hand, there, there's the reason for this whole stupid troll boycott is the sexism thing of oh, she said this movie was for girls, so fuck her. Brie Brie Larson said that. I'm like that's a shit reason. I don't really yeah. give a shit. No, they're they're incel boys. boys. Yeah, they're yeah. they're incel boys, and and this girl is like the girls that are unattainable for them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't give a shit. Your reasoning for boycotting, your reasoning for this is stupid. But I do think it was I put it under the category of bad movies. So yeah, but, I, uh, I wouldn't say it was a bad. Uh, I would say I would I would call it more middle of the pack. Um, I would call it more middle of the pack. Not. Okay. I, Here's it the was thing. about as good as the Prince of Persia movie. Oh, come nice. on. Oh, come my on. God. Now, them's fighting words. Come <laughs> on. Come oh, on. Osh, I love your contributions, by the way. <laughs> Never change. Let's um, go. Chill it, All right. No. Um, I, I would never call it a movie with a chill and haul a bad movie. <laughs> fair point. Um, Emotions run high. Yeah. In Rodin Geek Studios. Okay. Oh, no. In all seriousness, though, I mean, like, this is the writing of, on the wall of exactly what it is. Think back to the last podcast we did. We talked about the Momo thing and yeah. how people blow it up proportion. Yeah. Think back to the days I'm looking at Adam because I know that he was a part of this to, to a lesser degree than I was, but. Um, like think about uh, writing like, creepy pastas. No, no, like, like, oh, okay. four, like yeah, yeah, but like four chan days, like back then, like people would do raids. Yeah, for the 4chan, fuck of it. Those days when people used to go to four chan. Yeah. And post. Yeah, I remember right. those days way back then. I yeah, not now. Then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 not now. No, but yeah, no, like I'm saying, like, talking about now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Reddit. Yeah, yeah, but like the insult troll army. He's married. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the the whole thing though is that a lot of this stuff, people are going to take a look at a huge group and they're going to go, yeah, yeah, that's the incels. Like, is what you're saying, which is fine. But like, the thing is, like, 
It's not, though. It's not. A lot of this is just like, hey, we're going to get a rise out of these guys yeah. if we fucking do this. Mm. So a lot of people just do it because they're trolling. But why do they That's only it. do it? Why do they only try to do it on because films it's that an have. Easy target! But be, like films that only star that they have women as the principal stars or black you know, people as the principal no, no, stars. No, no, That's horseshit because no. they didn't do it to Wonder Woman. They did do it to Wonder Woman. No, nah, they they did it to a lesser did? extent to Wonder yeah. Woman. No, okay. So tells, it tells you how much I care. Yeah, no, but here's 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 the thing <laughs> though, right? Is like the the problem <laughs> here is that this is the whole thing where you know a, a rat hits a button and it and it like experiences an orgasm or whatever. Oh yeah. It's like instant gratification. That's yeah. all this is. This is people like I'm gonna do. The two seconds of work, which is go onto this site and post a shitty review, and then watch all the people get mad about it. Yeah, yeah. the incels, that's all, that's the incels would get off on that. No, no, that's true. Yeah. no. Like the, the, the people are saying there's incels. No, they don't exist in my mind. They are such a fractional minority. It's true. The majority of this shit. I think it's more people. It's than not. I, I, I it's agree not. With Rob. No, t- take it from somebody who's been on the internet for his whole life. Oh yeah, because well, yeah, everyone listening like, hasn't been on the internet no, for their whole life. No, no, no. <laughs> but like in all seriousness, though, because there's a lot of people out there that yeah. haven't been, like so they don't fully understand. This is not as big a thing as you think it is. It is only inflated because people have like, like cultural shock. Yeah, I agree. Well, I think in this case it ballooned yeah. because Rotten Tomatoes did confirm they removed thousands of reviews off the off the audience score. Like, yeah, after the fact. But I can only tell you the only reason why they did that. The only reason why they even care isn't because of their integrity. It's because too many people were hitting them with messages being like, please clean this up. I think my biggest problem is, uh, and I was just watching a clip it uh, of, I forget the actor's name, the guy who plays Coulson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, he, Greg Clark. Yeah, he did a he did an interview with uh, Nerdist, I think it was. Yeah. And he, people were bashing the score, and he's like, oh, people are, you know, they're just upset because they're ancient dinosaurs in this new age of feminist okayness. Went, no, I, my first thought was, no, this movie's getting meh reviews because it's a meh fucking movie. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. You're right, there's this whole bullshit of trolls trolling them, but... I, I hate it when I, when I look at a movie like the Ghostbusters movie and go, no, that was a shit movie. And people go, oh, you're just sexist. No, that was a shit movie. Yeah. So, well, but but that's but what you're talking about is actual critique or critical analysis versus that, just I'm I'm angry yeah, at this film or or I'm yeah, I'm in the four chan troll army. What I'm saying is what, when I come up to an opinion and go, no, that's a shit movie. People just go, oh, you're just racist. No, yeah. Well, yeah, that's unfair. Yeah, that's unfair. Understand, yeah. I'm not sexist. Yeah, I'm. I don't give a shit whether you're yeah. male or female. I, no, I we, just we paid money. Yeah, we paid okay. money to see this movie. But, so yeah. we we paid our money to see this movie. So in, in, in fairness, in fairness, I'm gonna talk a little bit of a counter to what you're saying. Um, the movie itself wasn't terrible. The only reason I think that you think that it's not that great, and I agree that I don't think it was that great, only because we've seen this movie. A thousand fucking times. Yeah, this is every Marvel origin story ever. But it wasn't only... even done as good as some of them. No, it wasn't. Yeah. But but it was done better than others. Sure. Uh, but the the only reason why it gets any merit is because it's got a female lead, which is the wrong reason. I agree. Which is the wrong reason to like the movie. Uh, don't get me wrong. Women in film, fantastic. I mean, look at uh, Sigourney Weaver playing uh, Ripley in oh, Alien. Amazing, amazing female lead. Look at the mother in Gremlins. She fucking goes to town with a knife in the kitchen and fucks up the Gremlins. That. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Like, like, those are the things, though. Those are, those are powerful female characters, and those can be done. Captain Marvel does a fair job of doing it. But the problem is, though, is that they focus too much on the on the political side of like being like yeah it's a woman it's a women thing it's for girls which i get it i understand i i can empathize with that fantastic but for it to be a great success you need a black panther that movie 
Like you need to make it what a I find little weird a step above. Is I don't know how many women. I mean, I, I think that we there's a problem here in this movie in our review of this movie. Oh yeah, because we're, 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 we're all a bunch of middle aged white dudes. Yeah, exactly. I would really because well, Osh, but I'm, I'm Middle Eastern, <laughs> just just for the ethnicity. <laughs> I think we determined this. You're a five year old twin, okay? Yeah, so he's, he's our diversity hire. That's mean. <laughs> so, sorry. All I can think of, I was I, all I can think about is he's our you token know. toker. <laughs> Not wrong. Hand guy. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I don't. When I watched Wonder Woman, you feel empowered. Doesn't matter whether you're a 14 year old girl, a 40 year old woman, or a 25 year old dude. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. It's a great movie. When you watch this movie, there is nobody. I don't ever. I, I can't imagine a, a girl, a woman, you know, my wife going. That movie was spoke to me. Like, no, that movie spoke to nobody. It spoke to everybody and nobody at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah it, it, it's unfortunate. It didn't it, feel like a movie for women. But, it but just felt like a bad movie. That's what I was trying to see. I have a bad time articulating things sometimes because essentially that's the point I was trying to make. Is that it's like it it could be so much more, but somebody effectively dropped the ball in the process. Yeah. So that that's that's the problem. So what what I sort of surmised was as an origin story, obviously it's not as strong as other ones. The most recent origin story we had that was very strong was Black Panther, which came out about a year yeah. ago. And the reason why that was so successful and we've talked about it before is because man did it ever own its own origin story. Oh, and, yeah. and totally and fearlessly. Everything. Totally yes. fearlessly. I mean it, it, at other points I mean in a film, I mean I mean to just to talk about like the sort of the the sort of extreme point they went to in Black Panther versus this movie. At one point in Black Panther, there's a white man trying to speak and then Mbaku's just barking at him to shut him up. <laughs> like it was it was unabashed and, and just downright courageous in owning what it was at what it was trying to put out there. And I felt like Captain Marvel did drop the ball on that. Um so it, it wasn't even, in my opinion, anywhere near close to the idea of even being feministic. Like no. it wasn't even it didn't even graze upon it, it, it which which try. was quite surprising it didn't even try it, no. i felt it was more about the marketing that i fully expected rather it to. than the actual movie itself it, and yeah. that's and that's the part that i find a bit irritating is that people are jumping on the bandwagon saying feminism 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 and if you've seen the movie there's not not a lot not of feminism all, no. they've got female characters so what? yeah full stop yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that, like, that's right. That's like, about it. Yeah. And, and it's like I said, it's, it's actually infuriating. That's not called feminism. That's called casting for the character. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And and you know what? A lot of this honestly reeks of uh, is first off, it's um, it's PR banter to yeah. get to get people on board. Sure, that's what I'm saying. And, and sure. But but also, in fairness. I think this movie was rushed so they could get Captain Marvel in the last event. Yeah, movie. I agree. I agree. Uh, that that came through point. in the writing. That came through in the writing because the writing at the beginning, and now she could speak to this as well, was very disjointed. Yes. Uh, it was confusing. It wasn't even. No, it, it was, it's supposed to be a bit like that because of what she's going through. No, I get that. I get that. But, like, they didn't go far enough to make it make the viewer understand that it was supposed to be confusing. I just thought it was poorly cut. Yes. Like, it just seemed very poorly cut. Yeah, it and, was and it was It was jumping all over in these places where we had just no context whatsoever. Um, uh, through her past, through the present, through her through her current uh, mission that she's on, and it just, it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah, and that was unfortunate because, like, that was, there was a lot of things in, the, in that movie um, that suffered because I honestly believe it was poor editing decisions. Yeah. You know what would have been yeah, a lot yeah, better to me? Uh, okay, I'll, 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 I want to talk about this, but 
it kind of goes into the spoiler part, so I'm okay. not going to talk about it yet. But I do remind you okay. because I really want to talk about oh, something. That, that's fine, and I'm going to uh, pseudo spoiler. I'm not going to say anything specific. Yeah. Well, we can we can we, we can get into spoilers. We, okay. We can, well, do, can we lift that? Right now? Yeah. Yeah. We'll, okay, we'll, we'll go ahead. So I'll timestamp it. Before we all give our review of meh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree. Okay, no, meh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give uh, it meh. Mehs out of meh. Is it a capital M or a lowercase M on that meh? I'll give it a capital yeah, M. Capital M. It, capital it, it, meh. Because, yeah. like, it was a meh with some attitude. I'll give it to that. It's because, like... like yeah. Only because... Only, no, no, and I realize you're rolling your eyes, but the, there's attitude. one thing that I will say that they did well, and I said it before, um, and now that we've kind of lifted the spoiler ban. Uh, spoiler alert. Hey. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> we usually, we usually spoil and then say spoiler alert. Just yeah, so you yeah, know, know. That's how we do things yes, here. That's how we've done it traditionally. Yes, this is um, true. Okay, so no, the, the big thing with this uh, movie was the whole the scroll thing. The, yeah. the twist on the scroll. I agree. So like, that was actually done well because yeah. all of their PR trailers, stuff like that, set up the scroll to be the main bad guys. And I realized it was a cheap shot. Mm-hmm. It totally was, but it was a cheap shot that was well executed. Okay. I want to. I'm going to go back to the topic for my. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Then, then we'll then come then back to that because I do have a statement. On I, got, I got all the bullet yeah. points on those two. So okay. So first of all, I was reminded of this uh, of this book that I read from the old Starcraft series called Speed of Darkness. Oh, I love that fucking book. Yeah. So the plot of this book, spoiler alert, I guess double. We're, we're going Inception spoiler Whoa. alert here. Spoilception. Um, the idea is back in the old writing days of Starcraft, the space marines, the human guys, the marines with right. guns. They were actually uh, mind, mind-altered convicts. Or that was the original story. They were convicts that were like either, A, convinced, go fight this war and we'll give you your freedom. Or some of them were just mentally altered. Like, they give new memories. But what happens, so you meet this guy and he's, hey, I, I've been bad. I, I'm fighting the Zerg because my family was murdered by the Zerg because he has a vivid memory of the Zerg murdering his family. And then he goes into this battle zone and it basically takes place throughout a day. That's The entire story takes place throughout a day. And over the course of this day, he realized his memory has been fabricated. Mm. He was actually taken from the planet, and his memory was altered. Yeah. And so... And his family's, like, alive somewhere. And his family's alive somewhere mm. or something like that. He was just taken away, and he has no idea what's going on. So, and that was only, like, two days ago. Yeah. yeah but he like, thought it was, like, years ago. Whoa. Yeah. He, yeah. His memory's all fucked up. So you, you go through this whole story of discovering this guy's memories. And I kind of wanted this to be like that because she that, fucked with the memory yeah. to like oh well it actually was six years ago it would be absolutely right. amazing if they go through all if they show you at the beginning of this movie, that would spend, have been much more intuitive way to tell the story yeah spend yeah. a lot of time telling this like imagine they spent a lot of time with her on Hala and doing these things and she has all these memories of this and then she you sh- they show that and then suddenly you found out mid movie no those are fake memories and you you only crashed in that ship three days ago that see that would mm. be mm. interesting because yeah okay here that's that would have been a God better that would have been a better twist to hinge the movie on than yeah. what we got because the, the twist was obvious to me so yeah. that would have been a, a oh twist it was so obvious twist. from from the moment Jude Law walked on screen I'm like oh he's the bad guy yeah 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 <laughs> I'm like okay oh he's yeah. got bad guy eyes it, it yeah. turns out yeah well, and no, then those, it turns those, out no those are Sundarian Sundarian crazy bad guy eyes just clearly evil people eyes that's a racist Adam but it's true. <laughs> so, now that I've said my version of how it should have gone down, I want to okay. come back to your point. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. So, okay, I've got a, I got a counterpoint to this. Finish okay. your fucking point. 
Um, <laughs> the the problem with the whole leading the the and I can't even remember the scroll as being the bad people. Scroll, yeah. The, the scrolls being the bad people. These are people. Remember, these are the movies. It's, 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 it's skull we, with an R in it. People don't even know who Captain Marvel is. Apparently, according to you guys. So how are you expecting people to really know or care about the difference between the Kree and the scroll, and then know yeah. that the scroll are supposed to be traditionally the bad okay. guys? So this flip around is holy shit crazy. Well, the Secret Wars okay. happen. Yeah, but nobody right. knows. We just finished discussing okay. that people no, don't no. really know who Stop. Captain Marvel is. I'll give, I'll give Stop. you that. I'm Stop. Okay, I'm but in fairness, though, so a couple things. First off, a book compared to a movie, I think we can all agree, book's going to do it better every time. I'm just saying that no, the, no, I, the I know writing idea was there. I'm, I'm yes. taking that idea from... I'm not claiming it as my my own right. clever writing. I'm saying no. I read this book, thought that was a good idea, thought, holy shit, that would, that would be a really good yeah. interpretation. I don't disagree. The whole thing with the Kree... You're talking about, like, oh, we don't know about the Kree's being the bad guys. That's not true. Because we know that Ronan the Accuser utilizes the Kree. He's bad. No one that I know knows that Ronan... No one that has only ever seen the movies... They... Dude, they come the Kree all over the fucking intro of Guardians of the Galaxy. What are you talking about? Nah, they don't... No one... The thing is, is yeah, sure, you might know, oh, yeah, that's the right name of that race. Okay, but also... But no one knows that the Skrull are this evil race all the time, every time. No. So then doing the flip over is like, okay, no. so this race that I just was told is evil is Well, guys, evil? I, I think okay, it's much that, simpler. I think it, it's much it is simpler. simpler. It is simpler than that. The thing is that they were they introduced the scroll in the PR uh, yeah. side of things, yeah. and they, were, they built up the scroll that you were supposed to assume that they were the bad guys. Because they also got like a sh- like a bad guy name. Sure, because I was told it, not because I was yeah, shown I, it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And it would have been stronger if you were shown it first. But the, the truth of the matter is, is that it wouldn't have done well for the thing. But what they could have done is they could have had false memories where the scroller fucking people up. Which they kind of did, but it wasn't very impactful. Yeah. Well, it turned out, right. they turned out to have a different motivation than just fucking people up. Yeah, yes. you're, you're right. If they had spent more time on it and shown it at the beginning of the movie and made it more impactful, yeah, yeah that's, you're right. that's what I'm saying. Better. That's what I'm saying. It would have been better, you're right, with the false memories and having more scroll being More like, time at the beginning showing her time yes. on Hall. Yeah, it, it, it was just they, they sped through areas they shouldn't have. Yeah, because yes. yeah, they were doing this thing where she's like, oh my god, for my entire life I've known that the scroll are evil. Bitch! This has been two minutes and I've like two <laughs> flashbacks that they're evil. You're telling me they're evil. You're not showing me. Well, I think I think the way the scroll were written in this movie were honestly because Marvel had to write them out of the way. So because obviously they don't have the X Men quite yet, so they're not going to do the whole Secret War storyline at this point. So and they're completely involved in the Thanos yeah. storyline for the purpose of the Avengers, right? So all of the, all of the characters who would otherwise be wrapped up in the Secret Wars storyline are kind of not involved in this, yeah. right? So in essence, I believe that the way they wrote the scrolls in this was just to kind of ultimately get them out of the way so they could finish up the current storyline that they're doing because uh, the scrolls would present a very problematic issue for them, I think, if they tried to write them in as full-on enemies and not just refugees trying to find their do- their own new home world, which okay. is ultimately where, where they go with this. So. Yeah, and I think uh, we may see the scroll in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So we may, uh, no, but I think I think yeah. we're going to see him uh, come back in a big way, maybe as late as you know twenty twenty three or twenty twenty six when they're in the uh, middle of the X Men. They make for good like right? extra characters because yeah. they, they can just look like anyone. They're, so we're we're going to see him again in in the MCU, just not anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, uh, like a decade from now, I think I think we're going to be seeing a lot of them. In, in all fairness, too, um, the uh, the Kree thing, knowing that the Kree are bad, the uh, they are also the bad guys in Agents of Shield. And don't forget, they always they always also shoot the middle finger to uh, close. Oh, yes, they, yeah, yeah, Nova Prime. Nova sorry, Prime. Sorry. Yeah, I, was, I couldn't remember. Yeah, the she's played by Glenn Close in yes. Guardians of the Galaxy. 100%, 1, yes, at least. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 
So, because, like, remember, when she has interactions with the Kree, the Kree are just cunts to her. She yeah, calls yeah. them, she calls them, like, like, dicks or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, so, like, to say that the Kree haven't been painted in a bad light, fair, if you haven't seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., sure. You didn't get that reminder. But, like, in Guardians of the Galaxy, they're prominently the bad guys. Especially the first one. Sure. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, you know, as far as the Kree go in this, everybody's the good guy in their own story, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's yeah, kind of, yeah, where it presents problematic for Captain Marvel. So I think the backstory of Captain Marvel could have been fleshed out a lot more. So I guess the idea behind Captain Marvel's character, or I guess Carol Danvers' character, is that she's always the one who gets back up, right? So you can knock her down and she gets back up. Yeah. And they kind of touched on it various points throughout the film, you know, when they did flashbacks, that this is someone who does take the hard knocks. But some of them resulted in, in sort of uh, almost like an antithetical way. So, for instance, when she's in the go-kart, and uh, she goes off the track and, and, and shows her standing back up the yeah. first time. There's a man who runs up to her afterwards and is like, why, why are you driving like that? Or why are you driving there or whatever? And she's like, oh, you let me. But it almost took away from the fact that the point of that was that she got back up. Yeah, it was like, oh, yeah. who's this father? Who's this father character? Yeah. Why is he important? They're right. a long time. Who is this guy? And then they're like, okay, bypass. So at no point in the again. film leading up to the end did they really let the character own the point that she's strong because she's always the one who gets back up, yeah. right? And then you really, as the viewer, you don't even really learn this until the very end, which presumably right. it's something she she knew all along, but you don't actually learn yeah. it to the very, very end, which I thought was kind of lame. At that point, you should have pretty much expected that she's the one who gets back up. And, yeah. and I don't know, it was just... It was just a very. It was. It was much less impactful because of that. They should. They should have left the impact to when she was a child or growing up or an adolescent. That those were the moments she got back up. And I think the 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 biggest one is probably when she was uh, on the crashed after the yeah, crash uh, happened. Yeah. That was probably the biggest moment, sort of leading up to it, where they kind of show that. Uh, but uh, but that was more just to sell on the fact that oh Jude Law is actually the bad guy. Yeah. So yeah. that kind of overshadowed it. So at every point they showed it, uh, her getting back up, quote, right? The, yeah. But it always got overshadowed by something else. Yeah, that's, the, that's the thing, right? It's like, yeah, there's another reason in there why they should have focused more on her and that's about this fucking bad guy plot. The, the bad guy plot, we know is coming against Thanos. Yeah. Don't, don't have to focus on it. Focus on the character. Yeah. And it's unfortunate they didn't do that because in that moment she does something really important. Right at the crash yeah. site, and that's like the, what gives her her powers. But yep. she sacrifices herself to destroy this yes. this this uh, drive. Yeah. Right, and I'm like, that's a huge part right. of being a hero. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a hero mm-hmm. moment. Like they, they should they should have had at that moment. G. Bosch just said, "No, you'll kill us both," or something like that. Right, and then she clearly makes the choice to essentially. You know, commit suicide to stop him. I don't think that's even necessary. To but, but they, but but they, the, the they could have really sold it. And, and, and I think they, they, they just dropped the ball. Personally, yeah. I, I don't... The, I think a part of the problem there is... And that's a good point, what you're making. And I think that's why I'm thinking the thing I'm thinking. Which is, I never got the feeling like when she shot the engine, she expected it to explode and kill herself. I didn't get the feeling like she knew she was sacrificing herself. I got the feeling she said, oh, you don't want this destroyed. So I'll just destroy it. I don't think yeah. she got to realize that destroying it would also kill her. If they did... Yeah, you're right. I also didn't feel like Brie Larson was a very good actor in this movie. She, I mean, don't get me wrong, she wasn't, she had no character. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll say it this way. I like her at Scott Pilgrim. Character. I don't, I don't like, I'm torn as to whether it's her acting. But the movie was kind of dull and boring. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't so, tell whether it's her acting or the I think writing. In all, but I didn't, I didn't feel attached to her. I don't get me wrong. I, that's why they needed Nick Fury there because Nick Fury oh, gave me dude. The, the attachment. He I carried needed. the film, man. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson carried the film okay, in that's, a major that, way. That's just Sam Jackson. Yeah, but, well, that's my point. Yeah, but oh, the, thank here's goodness the thing for though, him, man. I, and I really hope. <laughs> thank that, goodness. Man. Here's, 
but here's the thing. I really hope, and I'm honestly saying this, I honestly hope that she shines hot in uh, the Avengers movie. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, in all honesty, With a different writer, here, different group. Diff- yeah. Different ensemble, but, too. Because yeah. here's the thing, is that they, they in the previews, sold this to me as being the next Black Panther movie. Yeah, totally. And I would, and I think that, like... That's what disappointed me. I got this me. as being the next Iron Man, like the new, yeah, new center okay. of the Avengers. That's that's fine, but I mean, like, like culturally though, it was supposed to be a huge. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. They, well, they sold it that way. That's how they sold it. That, well, at least that's how did, I they, interpreted they, it. Didn't, didn't, no, I think you're right. And, 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 and the media controversies leading yeah. up to it, well, I, all I kind of played I, into I, that. I don't care about the controversies? No, no, no I'm just saying they played yeah. into it. Everybody yeah. played into it, right? Well, that's the thing. Is like a movie based on the movie. All right. Yeah. No, but that's but that's the that's the point that I'm trying to point out though is that like. There's this huge um, cultural, political background that these movies are starting to spawn out of, which is, I think, uh, first off, the wrong idea, but who cares? Mm-hmm. And it's not about that to me. To me, it's not about that. It's about the movie. It's about the universe. And I honestly, uh, a lot of where I'm going meh for the movie is because I'm disappointed. Mm. I Very wanted good. something better from this. Th- honestly, at this Absolutely. point, the way I view the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a really expensive HBO series. 100%. Oh, yeah. I agree. All of this would be better as a series. Get yeah. Game of Thrones. I don't know if I, yeah, yeah, but I'm basically treating it as one big-ass, super Cut expensive, down. every episode is this big, world-changing yeah. thing. It, it's it's an HBO series, but with movies. movies. You know, Two-hour yeah. movies. Instead. So I, th- I think it's time yeah. we talk about the real star of the film. Uh, some of you might know who, who I'm talking Greg about. Clark? Uh, God, no. the, the cat. The, cat. I, <laughs> the furkin. Oh yeah, yeah. such a character. cool thing. That man. was that was hilarious. Actually, that yeah. was a good. That was a good sell too. The way they did uh, that. The oh, you knew so something good. was up with the cat because like, it was staring. Because the it. one scroll was like, "Why do you have that?" No, <laughs> before that, before that, when no, they were both knew, going through the the books and all, and it's at the end of the aisle staring at Nick. See, Fury. I thought it was. Yeah, a, yeah. First of all, I thought yeah. it was a scroll. Yeah, uh, that's no. what I thought. Yeah, too. I, th- I thought so too. I thought so too. But the thing that I, the first thing where I went, that's not just. I knew it wasn't just a normal cat. There is a scene where they were taking off from the jet from the secret base, and the cat, because there's so much like g forces, is being pushed up against a crate, and it's just like yeah, being yeah, like, yeah. flattened against the crate, and it's not panicking. It's just like yeah, this is a Sunday for me. And I was like, <laughs> okay, all right. I, 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 yes, because it's not a normal cat. It's the cat immediately just sat down and sat on on the. On the yes. Yeah, he was on board cool. for the whole thing. But I, so I, did, I knew something was up at that moment. I did like, though, that they kept going, that's not a cat. But, like, you never saw anything to, to actually hit that it wasn't a cat. Yeah. So you're like, you're like okay, is, are they saying that because, like, all cats are like that? Yeah. Or is this, like, another another shapeshifter? They taking... set that cat up so that no matter what they can Like, if it turned out to just be a normal cat, it would, it would be just as funny. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was good. They had a lot of good moments, but, uh, comedic moments with them, too. But the fact so that there was, like, some kind of Cthuloid creature <laughs> was, like... Jesus I, I, fucking Christ. <laughs> what I didn't get a chance to look at, what I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to Google I before we came to the podcast, was whether or not the Flunkle, is that what they call it? Firkin or something? Firkin. Firkin. Whether yeah. that is actually a legitimate creature in, in the Marvel universe. Because if so, I, I believe it universe. is. I believe it I is. I would hope so. I don't know. I don't know. I've never heard of it if it is. I should have probably looked that out. I still, I, I, I think the, the part that I had the most fun in that entire movie was the last end credit scene. Oh shit! That with Fury, where he lost his eye. N- no, no, no. Bef- he gets that. his eye scratched out by the flurkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, after that. No, no. The end credits, like way at the end. So there's the one where it shows him changing out the name of yes. the Avengers. You're yeah, talking about the, the where the, he hacks up the, uh, the, the tesseract. Just, yeah, the cat just sits on the desk. Oh yeah, yeah. His, 
Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> pukes up like a hairball. He, he pukes up the Tesseract, yeah. Yes. So hilarious. The yes. Florkin is yeah. uh, a species in the Marvel Universe on Earth 616 in, in that, that universe. Yeah. And uh, their alias is just known as Cats. <laughs> so I when guess was it's their all first cats. appearance? When was their first appearance? First appearance, uh, origin was... it's an a- <laughs> They have an alien origin. And their first appearance was Giant Size Miss Marvel number one. So I guess uh, oh, oh, Captain oh, Marvel oh, Volume oh, 8 number seven uh, was also an identified origin point for them oh, as well. Shit, okay. oh, so that, as, as that, recent so as actually, 2014. It's actually a Marvel thing, like a Miss Marvel thing. Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, so they're alien Cap- creatures Captain that Marvel, resembled sorry. cats, and Captain Marvel's uh, pet cat Chewie was a flurkin. But she was unaware of the fact she came to learn this years after having Chewie in a space adventure during which Chewie laid eggs. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. That's yeah. that's actually really good. So I was I like it because it's like it reminds me of the whole um, Hitchhiker's Guide where mice are actually oh, yeah. in the world. Like it, I always enjoy that. Like the, some like diminutive creature that you're like, eh, whatever. It's a cat or it's a yeah. mouse or whatever. Uh, and then they're like, actually, like, no, you you don't understand. You're its pet. <laughs> yeah, it sounds kind of weird and, and funny, but I, so in the original comics, remember comics were older at the time. Nick Fury originally lost his eye in the middle of the Vietnam War. Yeah, yeah. And I really find it funny that there's a moment here where like it was serious. It was a serious deal. It was a serious issue. Yeah. When he lost his eye, he also lost a bunch of his platoon. And yes. it was an emotional, and the, and the eye was a reminder of his failure as a leader, and yeah. it was a big deal. And now it's just a cat scratch. Yeah, they, they, they <laughs> yeah, yeah, the fucking scratches his eye out. Yeah, they, yeah. You know, what? there was a moment where I was like, ah, uh, because I was like, they totally detracted the oh, the, the background of the, his, the, his the, eye, the strength of it. Yeah, and, but, but then I went, at the you same know what? time, yeah, exactly. At it's this funny. point, it's like you guys are fucking spread so goddamn thin on this loaf of bread. Just fucking move on. Yeah, and it, it was a good way to do it. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. So, yeah, the set pieces in the film I thought were very good. I actually liked uh, 1990s L.A. as the backdrop for some of the set pieces that happened. I thought that was really mm-hmm. cool. Yep. Sort of battle at the blockbuster was kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, I thought some of the action sequences, I think they ranged from meh to very, very good. So, in fact, uh, the scale really blows up right at the end. I, For yeah. whatever reason, I, I felt disoriented throughout a lot of their combat. Yeah, there there was a lot of quick cuts, especially in the earlier battle scenes. There was a lot of very quick cuts. So, and then I think the the one battle scene where Captain Marvel's actually escaping the the scroll ship, I think that's kind of where it turned for me. Because there was some really good sequences in there where they're doing yeah. a lot of cool things I haven't seen before. I, I mean, kind of like the you know she was limited by her fist; she couldn't do the blast. Yeah, they had her hands trapped, so she couldn't blast, and she that was, was using she was using the the the, the gloves, the, the metal cost. gloves, as bludgeons. Yeah, it was really really yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, very very cool. I actually did like, and it's unfortunate because hey, it was like one of the biggest spotlights of the trailer. Um, goddamn eye roll trailers. Uh, where she's flying through space and blasting shit. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That's a cool fucking scene. It was, it was cool. very cool. Like, very well done. I thought it was done. really cool. Like, and it was very Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. Moving on. It was just well done. And and it, and, it was set up with her repelling the Kree missile attack, which was also it, really freaking cool. Because I, I find yeah. that really weird. How the fuck did she know they were coming? I don't know. It was... Uh, they didn't explain it, any of her powers, so... Well, I mean, they were... they Because were, she called for backup. So the Kree were coming. Who called no, for Jude Law. Did. Jude Law called for backup. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he, he she, called. She called for backup. It turns out Jude Law. How the fuck would she know that this crazy chain of events of yeah, she's yeah. she's got Jude Law's character yeah, yeah. chasing after her friends? I'd have to rewatch. But it, it turns out he's an accuser. 
right? It yeah. turns out he's yeah. one yes. of the accusers, he's which is why he accusers. calls Ronan at the end to come and, Correct. and he's, try to destroy he's them. one of the, the side resistance factions. Yeah, and Ronan doesn't come down to fight. He just freaking, like, oh, carpet fan- bombs fanatic, everything he shows up to. I think is what you're looking for. They're fanatic. Accusers are fanatic. Yeah, right. Fanatic, Kree right. fanatics. Thank you. You yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All of the accusers are Kree fanatics. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I want to get into a discussion uh, that we had a lot of uh, sessions ago. Really quick before you before you go there. Because there's always something that's fun to touch on when nobody thinks about it. So we know that there's a massive amount of power that goes into creating Miss Marvel, which was the FTL drive gets destroyed and essentially... The power of the Tesseract. Right. So essentially irradiates the shit out of her. It's a side battery of the Tesseract. It's not the Tesseract itself that gives her power. It's like the side battery. So now you've seen um, like Aurora Borealis, right? Yeah. It's the same effect that her abilities have. Kind of. So you know that that's radiation-based, right? Oh. So when she's flying around this little girl and stuff like that, is nobody concerned that she's irradiating the fuck out of these people? <laughs> <laughs> like, she's giving everyone though. the cancer. Like, like yes. That's what she's doing, though. She's blasting things with radiation is what she's doing. Yeah, effectively. So, like... she Does she uh, murder all of her enemies by shooting cancer at them? They, effectively. <laughs> She hits them and then she doesn't realize that they die of cancer two days later. But, like, but no, like it's it's, it's funny though because in Watchmen they talk about it with uh, Mister Manhattan. Yeah, yeah he seeps do. radiation. Well, power. but but that that was that was the 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 cover up, right? So that's that's what well, was happening in Watchmen is they were trying. But he to... also gives he gives it to what's his, the chick he's dating? Yeah, yeah. He, he gives her cancer. Oh, that's yeah. Okay. Because well, no, 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 no. But but he actually he actually didn't right. So because that that was all set up in the Watchmen movie. You mean right? That was all set up. Oh, I'm talking about the comic though. Okay, no, but that was all a set up by. um, It was a fake. uh, Ozymandias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was was all set up. He wasn't actually giving people. Uh, the cancer that, that was True. it was all set up, but it, but the end of the comic the obviously they attribute they attribute what happens to the the giant monster that Ozymandias creates. Yeah. So, but but in the movie they correctly attribute it all to Doctor Manhattan, yes. who then chooses to just abandon. Sorry, you're, you're right. Yeah, that is a bit of a tangent, but like you know, it's just like this funny thing where it's like we need to consider there are some there are some discrepancies here. Yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but do, do, your thing. do your thing. Okay, round one. And we could agree on this. I don't know. Okay. Is Captain Marvel now the strongest character in the MCU? No. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Because this was this was a discussion we said last time we would have. Yeah. So the question is... I don't think we can f- full dive into it, but we can touch on just Marvel for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just Marvel. So Captain Marvel as the strongest character, I would say that it's going to be a misdirect. I think they're going to market her as the strongest character going into Endgame. I don't ultimately think... Captain Marvel is solely the way that they end up defeating Thanos and undoing right. what he did. I don't think it's a misdirect in any way that... I, first of all, no. I don't think she is the strongest. I think she's a contender for the strongest, but I definitely think Iron Man is the strongest. Okay. In all seriousness, though, like with the way that they built it up and the PR around it, they're like, oh, Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel's like the, the strong character. I keep fucking saying that, Miss Marvel, but Captain Marvel's going to be the strongest character in the MCU... Yada yada yada. It's like, yeah, we've heard this before, and it fell about just as goddamn flat with fucking Snoke from Star Wars. Oh, <laughs> He's the most powerful character in the oh, universe. He's Snoke like, strong. Yeah. That remind he, me. That was he brutal. drops like a sack of shit right yeah. on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Like two sacks of shit. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not mad two about that. Two perfectly cut in half packs yeah, yeah, of yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely. am not mad about that at all. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> no, it, but in all seriousness, though, um, uh, being the strongest character, like for what? If they're all lining up and doing a shooting line, like this is old, like Civil War era yeah. combat. Yeah, sure, fine, all right. 
Yeah, why not? Even but then, like, if you show Iron Man with his, with his new suit that he had fighting Thanos, he'd give he'd give her a run for money. You know, oh, totally. go, you know, Dragon Ball Z blasting each other. Yeah, I think Iron Man would win. Ah, maybe, maybe not though, because like her, the tech that she gets is essentially alien tech, right? The FTL drive. Is based around alien. She's tech. not using FTL. Yeah, she's channeling it though. The energy. She is well, channeling. She has the power of the Tesseract, which is a which is an Infinity Stone. Yeah, so uh, mm. e- easily argued here. She's, she's on the same level as Vision. Yeah, which They're, is on the same level as Iron Man. Fair enough. Vision was a bitch in Civil War. I'm just gonna throw that yeah, out. Yeah, he, he was yeah. a bitch. Okay, but you know you know who was awesome in Civil War? Scarlet Witch. <laughs> you know who was awesome was Thor. The one time, yeah. you know, and I'm not talking about the movies. The first time he shows up in the comics, so there's this in the comics. There's this whole civil war battle going on yeah, between yeah. the two, and it lasts for a lot longer. It's a bigger yeah. deal, and yeah. Thor is just not involved. So Iron yeah. Man makes a fake Thor to fight on his side. That's hilarious. And he's he battles. He does a good job, but Thor shows up and basically stops by himself. Is like, what the fuck, guys? And they're like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. What the fuck? He's like, okay, you're all good now. Yeah, we're all good. All right, I'm fucking off again. So he like stopped combat, and then they're like, he's gone. All right, it starts all up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's pretty much what happened. Yeah. And he's so powerful, that he tried to make a, a fake robot version of him. That's like yeah. Team Daryl. Remember Team Daryl? Did you see those videos around when Civil War came <laughs> yeah, out? Yeah. Because Thor wasn't involved, so he'd be like, he'd be like, oh, I, I've missed a call from Tony Stark, and he didn't really or whatever. Yeah, he was yeah, just yeah. trying to play it up like he was important. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Uh, Great. So no, I, I think Iron Man could. I think Iron Man could beat Captain Marvel. And the reason I say that is because I really think that Iron Man, while he seems kind of, uh, you know, unenged and, and disconnected, yeah. he has more experience and he's smarter. smarter. I think Thor could beat him both. He's got the same power. I think Thor yeah. could beat him both. A fully powered up current Thor could with, beat him with, both. Uh, with uh, with the poop eye? Yeah, like like uh, yeah, with like post Ragnarok Thor. I the think poop. it could be <laughs> the poop eye. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was the it was the eye that Rocket Raccoon had up his ass. <laughs> it's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> the worst case of red eye ever. <laughs> Pink eye. Yeah. Pink eye ever. There's not enough disinfectant in the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's such a stupid argument. Like, who would win? Ha ha ha. Like, there's too many. Well, but in the canon of the MCU. Well, the, I, I truly do okay. think Iron Man would, but I also very clearly state that the moment Th- uh, Thanos, I don't know about Thanos pre Infinity Stones, but the moment he got one of the Infinity Stones, he would beat her. It didn't matter which one. Mm, interesting. Because she has a portion of the power of a, of a Infinity Stone. Think about it that way. And mm. he has an entire Infinity Stone. Okay. That th- that right there cuts it even. There. Okay. The, All right. A, it's like she has a really big cannon, but Tony Stark has ingenuity. Like it's just like the Spider Man thing. Spider Man, as long as he knows his foe, he's gonna study the hell out of them, and he's gonna use every edge he has against them. <laughs> yeah. Same as Batman. And Iron Man has a big cannon too. And so he he's has... got the big cannon, and he's got the smarts. Okay. Captain Marvel only has one portion of that. All right, but then exactly. Okay, so if we're looking at it like that, but I mean, sure, you could just say Stephen Strange would win. Absolutely, because he'd just be like, "Welcome to the mirror dimension. See ya." Yeah, and I- fuck off, and it's like, "All right, you're gonna yeah. die of starvation." Mm. Yes, mm. yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes, like, yes. like, but like, what I'm saying though, it's, it's a stupid argument. Uh, what I'm saying is, she's wrong. definitely not the. Mo- what I'm saying is, they're marketing, or she's the most powerful character in the Marvel. Fuck you. Stephen Strange um, is, in my my I, opinion, prior to the whole Endgame thing, uh, prior to the prior I, to that 
he is the most powerful. Actually, Let, I don't, let's no. change the title to the highest. She she isn't the most po- like the strongest. She has the highest damage per second output. That is <laughs> oh, her spiel. No, right? no, that is still you in our Pathfinder sessions. They, thank yeah, you, Adam. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, she okay. can't crawl, roll crits like you can. Oh my god. Yeah. God, let's not even get into that. No. But um. All right. So. All right. Let's take a look at that. Then and think of it like this: so Iron Man, yada yada yada, can beat Captain Marvel. In but we've already seen somebody who could literally destroy Iron Man. And that's Scarlet Witch. She fucked him up. Think about it: when she whispers into his ear and gets him to essentially yep. get uh, Ultron. Scarlet Witch is arguably one of the strongest yes. people in the MCU because she can manipulate others yep. to do what she needs. To happen. I, I agree. Which is and, why and, I still state that Captain Marvel is not nearly the strongest in the Marvel yeah, universe. And, and not only that, though, but like we've seen her fight too, right? Think about the battle uh, where they're fighting. She's now experienced. Well, yeah, yeah. She wasn't before. She is now. But let's let's just assume like everyone's experience is relatively the same. Scarlet Witch, when she shows up on the battlefield at, at, at Wakanda, right? She uh, she wrecks the house siege machines. When she comes yeah, in. yeah, yeah. She, she does she wreck just, those. She just destroys yeah. the siege machines, yep. and then, like, and not even just at that, but like. You see her in multiple instances where she's fighting, and she takes hits. She gets back up, but her magic, for lack of a better term, because we don't really know what the fuck fuels her. Well, it, it, I thought it was fueled by uh, the Tesseract as well. Her powers fueled by. You're the Tesseract. right. Actually, it is her and her brothers. Yeah, her and her brothers were, in in this iteration. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Sorry, it wasn't the Tesseract. It was well, the mind, the mind stone. It was whatever Loki had in his staff. Yeah, I think it was the mind stone. It wasn't. The, yeah, it wasn't the Tesseract, right? It yeah, was the mind stone. stone. It was a, a different, a different stone. Yeah, uh, which all the stones are supposedly equal in power, roughly. Yeah, roughly. Yeah, they, they do different things, but they're all equally equal in some value. Yeah. Of their own uh, so, I mean, like, I I would argue if you're, you're looking at the strongest thing, I think we'll we'll dedicate an episode to talk about the different characters and like what. Where the tier, I guess, like what tier are they? Well, on? we don't have to because I already know that impotent Bruce Banner is definitely the most powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Impotent oh, Bruce Banner. Well, yeah, oh, when he doesn't get his Green Hulk boner. Yeah. How is he the most? Because he's oh. able to channel all the energy into his mind. All his focus is it's, it's all all his blood's going to one place. His brain. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's all going to Black Widow. <laughs> Yes, that too. <laughs> Hulk, Hulk, not not distracted by petty women, hot women. <laughs> Hulk have boner for fight. That's fucking hilarious, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I'm just. We should just kill it there because, to be honest, this is like a whole. Debate. We just opened up a whole can of worms, man. Yeah, but like in all, yeah. in all honesty, so would, I don't the, know who. I'm not. Line, I haven't ranked the most powerful. No, 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 I'm no. saying she is not the most powerful. Yeah, no. Wow. So like, essentially, what we're doing here is we we will delve into this more in depth later on. But the idea that she is the most powerful, I would also say no. I think that that's a very misleading. Can she deliver the line. single strongest blow to Thanos' nuts? No. Okay. There you go. Um. Uh, is radiation okay, here's the thing. Okay, but here's the thing, though. Yes. I think. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, no. If so, then yes. The, she the Hulk can. <laughs> yeah. So in which the case, Hulk yeah, can. The, the Hulk can withstand uh, that. Yeah, yeah. No, the, the Hulk can deliver the single strongest blow. I thought you were saying. Okay. Hulk fair enough. Fair enough. Well, he can okay. do that too. Yeah, okay, so that's interesting because we've seen the Hulk fight him and get his ass handed. But at the same time, though, that was a Hulk that was not fully confident. And not fight. only that, that was also versus Thanos. It was, it was literally a, it was a, a stone Hulk. that defines power. Yeah, exactly. Yes. 
he had he had he the, had the power, power stone, stone, which defines which he, which power. he got, which a lot of people don't didn't actually hear this fucking. There's like a one sentence where he got this from. He destroyed the entire planet of uh, what's it called? He went to he went and he uh, took over the Nova Corps. Yeah, and he got the the stones without so, any yeah. stones. Yes, yeah. without any stones. That was the first one he got. Yeah, he yep. took out Nova Nova Prime and no, the Nova yeah. Corps. But he, well, then like, he's supposed to be how, very smart and very uh, okay. But yeah, like, let's let, let's be honest here. Think back. This will be the last thing I say because I'm just going to make this a three-hour podcast if I don't. Guardians of the Galaxy, when they're defending with the Nova Corps, the Nova Corps are pretty much made the bitch of the ball when oh, yeah. when when one Kree warship shows up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> one one fucking. They Kree do not warship. have a great navy. <laughs> and how many warships do you think the Kree have? I can tell you, it's more than fucking one. Oh, yeah. shit ton. Yeah. So like, Thanos shows up with what two, <laughs> and takes out the Nova Corps, takes the stone. Yeah, no surprise. Yeah, yeah one one Kree asshole shows up, destroys the entire navy, and makes it onto the surface of the planet. <laughs> yeah, so and, and that's another thing too. Yeah. Okay, fuck off. Anyway, <laughs> I was like, that Thanos no, had his, uh, his order note, the Black Order. Thanos is a Kree. No, he's, he's a, a Titan. He's a titan not? Yeah, he's a Titan, but like, okay, sorry, Titans you're right. Yeah, the all right, sorry, you're no, I'm, just, I'm misassociating because of blue skin. Mm. But, um, mm. okay, yeah, never mind. You think yeah. they all look alike? Yes. Come on, yes. Titans are not Kree. Oh, you're right, no, God. sorry. I did. He's the mad Titan. Next thing, see him say, Skrull are like Kree. No, they're not. They can be. They can be. They could be. Fuck you. Biologically, they can be. Okay. We're going to go ahead and end this monstrosity right here. So that's it, man. So that is it for episode 35 of Ronan Geek Official Podcast. You can find us, of course, on any of your favorite uh, podcasting sites. However, we will be switching over soon, so we might be off of Spotify for like a week as we switch over. At, at Ronan Geekery on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ronan Geek News. Of course, you can always reach out to us at Ronan Geek Official Pod at gmail.com, Rob's new favorite email address. We will be, for those in the Windsor, Detroit area, we'll be at Windsor Comic Con uh, September 21st, 22nd. Make sure to hit up the podcast notes for this episode if you want to link directly to to purchase tickets. And then uh, we also have another event coming up as well, we just found out about. So, uh, and I'll, I'll make a bit about this maybe for the beginning of the next episode but uh what we will talk about is free comic book day uh coming up on star wars day may the 4th yeah yeah so we're gonna go there there's gonna be a good event there it's a family oriented event charity oriented event oriented event as well so So i'll have to not swear yeah there's gonna be a lot less swearing at that particular event fuck so somewhat somewhat fewer dick jokes as well so we're gonna play it safe so and it's gonna be about engaging with that larger community in our area which i'm very excited about and yeah so lots of good things right around the corner Good stuff. That's right. awesome. Well, this is Alex Austin signing off, eh? Osh. And Adam. Oh, the pause. Ooh. Rob, do it. No, Rob. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Just Rob. Just Rob. <laughs>